I think games offer a unique opportunity as a medium to create experiences that really invite the player to bring their own experience and therefore their own interpretation to the game. It's about expanding the spectrum of what video game can provide as, as a medium. We thought if we would be able to help to grow this medium, we need to present to the world that games can be about these feelings. They can provide these emotions. I had read The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand, and I enjoyed it. It certainly made an interesting impression on me. The goal was, at the beginning, it's like, let's take these notions of, these philosophical notions, and put them in a world where things can go off track, potentially. An odd world was always supposed to be this sort of dark side of globalization reflecting the real world. I think gaming is unlike any other medium in the sense that you can engage an individual's undivided attention for hours at a time and embody the main character, making choices, taking action. I mean, this is, this is what makes gaming such a powerful medium. It's a tool through which you can see the world through another person's eyes. So, listeners, uh, the episode... Oh, we're rolling. This is, rolling. This is Mr. Mr. Kyle Card here. Hello, I'm Mr. Kyle Card, otherwise known as Kyle. Nice to meet you. Mr. Kyle Card. I quite like it. I'm always young. Mm, yeah. Going uh, into um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is a little prelude video thing I'm going to be putting in front of the show. Yes. Uh, we decided to keep it pretty casual and just do audio for the main episode, but here he is himself. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you. Guy. Indeed, so broadcasting live, radio voice, uh, coming to you live, uh, WPIG Aurora. And we're live, coming here live from GoTown in Tokyo. This is Kyle and Albert on 98.6 FM. I'm having a great time, Kyle. It was amazing. I got felt up by an old guy out front, but I'm still feeling pretty good. That's the same old guy that felt me up, Albert. It was a great time had by all. Oh. These sort of things, they're trauma, but you process them and like keep them in the back of your head so they Just don't affect you as an adult. Lock it away like grandpa's whiskey. That's right. Take it easy, guys. Take right. it easy. Enjoy the episode. Be well. Oh yeah, sue me. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. Uh, this is Albert from Interactive Artistry. I've got Mr. Kyle Card with me. Hello, everyone. This is Kyle Card. Indeed. <laughs> uh, okay, so you can't see this, but after saying that with his what is it the pompadour of a hair with the with the cut jaw of some kind of swedish watch ad he immediately said welcome and then immediately proceeded to put on some lip balm i'm not making this up listeners this is the kind of man that kyle cut is and he is fated this is a little preview teaser he is fated to have his own podcast one day he doesn't know it yet but it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's uh, it's yeah gonna. how's your day being kyle so far, so good. Yeah. Um, I had my morning sagely walk as usual. I love it. Okay, so that's locked in for the name. It has to be. It has to be. My, my sagely morning walk. It sounds like a ha Hayao Miyazaki movie. Well, that means I have to actually, you know, talk while I'm on every walk every morning. And sometimes um, I just want to shut up and listen to podcasts. Yeah. Well, I don't have to talk while you I'm do. walking. Now you do. And just get looked at like I'm a psychopath. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I mean, I wanted to ask about that, actually. So mm -hmm. one thing I've noticed, as well as... Um, well, I've just been in Gotanda, and as you said, it is a it's a Sunday or a Saturday, right? So pretty Sunday mellow. Is, yeah. But I'm assuming later when you go into like the crazier kind of oh, thank you so much. Oh, there's our supersized jokey. Oh, indeed. She didn't actually update my oh. order. I got the mate cha after all. Well, well. Well, speaking of fate. Arigato. Here you are, Arigato. sir. The super jockey. Fantastic. Thank you. Incredible. The mate cha, sir. 
Is it Ureshi? No? Tasty? What's Oishi? Oishi. Just made his week. Really? This afternoon, not his evening, his week. Damn. Damn, son. That's my, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I go, I slide into and out of it. Like the podcast, hey, actually. You and, you and me both, sir. Um, I do. In and out, in and out. So you've I'm never done podcasting at all? <laughs> yes, indeed. And you said, oh, they have the sexy rooms, man. It's good. Well, these are some sexy leather couches. I thought, you know, it seems like those audition videos that you see online once in a while. Not there that I go. watch those things, but. Um... Another, your second podcast idea Cal Cards, Sexy or Not. You, like, sir, are a wordsmith. That's yeah, what I have to tell the you shows. Know right now, you are a, a smither of words. Oh, a smither of words. <laughs> Fantastic. And I'm not sure if I can keep up with your wordsmithing, but so, I'll see. So the female smither of words is a smitherine. Yeah. Oh, oh indeed. Actual uh, glass chink captured. Um, let's just see if the sound waves say something prominent, Kyle. Prominent. Distinguished. Hello there, my name is Kyle. Uh, that right. sounds prominent. Indeed. Very good. Well, it's just, let's say that you're going to be used prominent to these. Prominent brow. Prominent. You'll see these um, with your, when you're looking back and editing your shows, these mm. sound waves become your best friend. But yeah, another good thing is uh, no matter what you're recording on, an iPhone X is actually surprisingly super crisp. Like they did some fancy schmancy thing with the audio to make it like, oh, really sensational. I'm actually surprised that, you know, you don't you know, have any like, External no. mics going on. No, here. no, just no. My phone and it just perfectly. Yeah, perfect exactly. Soundproof karaoke booth will semi soundproof. Because what you want to do after is you feed it into the editor, which as I've discussed, like uh, did I tell you, I'm just iMovie. I'm I am lowest possible. You know, there's that subreddit. It's called Keto Games. It's like the whole idea of people losing weight just by cutting out carbon sugar. Yeah. There's a thing called Lazy Keto, which is like literally I have like bacon, eggs, other other things, but I just do a hard cut of like the big things like. The, the, the cheeses and the, like the stuff that really sets you back. You so I am quote unquote doing lazy podcasting, but it's still a heck of a ton of work. And iMovie's cool; like it's, it's totally not as crazily hard to set up as a lot of people think. So that's going to be a lot up. of hurdles. I think well, it's definitely been my hurdle. If you want to have like the perfect, perfect this and perfect that, but I have to realize that I'm in Japan. Wabi sabi, the beauty in imperfection. I mean, we have to chink to wabi sabi. You must. So to catch your listeners up. Um, Met Khan up front, had somehow encountered, if you could go over that amazing little encounter, that was cool with a, a theater, was it a theater person or a, a, a... It was actually a saxophone player. I'd, uh, Just so cool. I guess it was last year, I'd emceed an event he was part of. He was the, uh, of course, the saxophone musician. And uh, there was a lady named Mrs. Seto Kali, who was a, she's like a jazz singer, and a singer of many different varieties. And I was the... Um, <clears throat> The terrible MC for that <laughs> evening, tripping over my words in Japanese as I often do when I'm on stage. <laughs> but that never seems to be the case when I have to act in Japanese or just speak in Japanese. But put me on a stage with a microphone and give me the title of MC, so, and I am like melts away uh, like wet cake. When you rock, 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 a rock, a rock the microphone. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm the goblin, and I'm here to say that staying in school is A-OK. <laughs> going old school on this now. <laughs> Please tell me. Oh, actually, we're going to riff. It's, it's, this is, uh, listeners, so you're used to me introing, being quite, you know, explaining everything, you know, the depths of the, the medium, 
you know, the psycho psychological, intellectual, philosophical, spiritual resonance that the medium, that these new creative um, avenues that we have available to us, you know, I, you know me for that, but you also know interactive artistry as a place where it's just feeling the vibes as they flow. Because one thing we set out not to do is be that dusty, incredibly like super like tight collared, like we may be called interactive artistry, mm -hmm. but we're not yeah, like... It seems quite, you know... Yeah. What's, what's that word I'm looking for? See, see... Haughty? Is that it? Haughty, that's yeah, see, I might have a problem going forward here in this in this interview with finding the right words. No interview, conversation. This conversation, conversation, because the words just don't come to me when I'm using Japanese on a daily basis. My English just cool. slips away like an old friend. You remember the nuances of his of his silhouette and his face, but when you see him on close after Who was ten years, like. Ooh, and suddenly you're in a David Lynch movie. Exactly. <laughs> and you're just wistfully staring at like a like a coniferous pinescape, you know? Um, second sting of Kyle Card's wistfulness, which I saw some of it in his uh, messages, there's something that I'm going to say. It's either going to, you're going to have sagely morning walk, you're going to have, you have to have, maybe have the word wistful in there, but to describe the man in terms of his manner, and he's right here, so this is a bit awkward, obviously, but to let you know, so he presents awkward. he presents as a British um, billionaire Bugatti Lamborghini owner, but he has the soul of like just this like quasi monkish type person who's just constantly like, what is life? <laughs> what is, you know? Indeed, that's a, precisely the yeah. facade I'm trying to put forward, you know, <laughs> fake it till you make it. But uh, there is definitely a monkish side to me. I see. As I we've see. Uh, delved yeah. into in our textual mm -hmm. conversations, Indeed. Um, I am interested in the uh, esoteric, as it were. I'm Beautiful. very um, into Taoism and things like that. Buddhism, all these types of things, all those Beautiful. sorts of Eastern strings of thought. Maybe that's what brought me, drew me to Japan in the first place. It's hard to tell. I have some riffs for you on that. I felt yeah. immense serenity coming here. I I resonated oh, so in Tokyo long enough. I mean, I I you know I developed my Japanese to an extent. Hiragana, uh, katakana, just all sorted, and then the kanji. I hit that kanji wall mm. and uh, proceeded to weave and weave and wail. And well, I can I can I can. I, in that too um when i was trying to learn guitar at one yeah. point and then i got to the f chord yeah and then i was like f guitar because, um, <laughs> oh. I, I can't i can't do this and Kyle yeah, Kart, f guitar premiering 2019 cool. cool cool um so another thing we both kind of vibed with is that yeah it's it's all about slipping into and out of accents. However, I have had to try, I had to check that, rein that in massively here in Japan, out of respect, you know? Mm. I did my research, it's, it's, it's very much about um, the group, you know, the individual mm. takes a little bit of a back stance, you know? It's, it's uh, the hive mind, if you <laughs> want to say it in a kind of, well, it's not negative light, but it's, you know, if you want to yeah. put it bluntly, there's a bit of a hive mind here, but they're, yeah. they are kind of gradually moving towards that individualistic sort of That's good. Um, mindset, but it's, it's good and, bad at the same time because the, the country itself, the culture itself is built on, on that on sort that, of hive mind yeah. in a sense. So the them think. breaking away from that, the group think, yeah. is kind of becoming, there's, there's, there's holes I'm yeah. finding that's the opening in the society yeah. slowly. Makes me happy. Good, yeah. good to know. It's, it's good and bad at the same time, but you know, what, what isn't, you know, change is, you yeah. know. I think your presence here is probably a symptom of that, I think, because I know it wasn't just that, as you said, Taoism, Taoism drew you here. Um, it is. I think it was also the sense, just me just riffing off of having met you and, and just looking at where you're at now with your career. Um, I think it is, um, I think it is a, a, like 
partially also because you sensed that that is like, oh, well, things are opening up. And actually, I was quite pleasantly surprised, you know. I hadn't been to Japan in a while. Hmm. And just seeing a little bit more of an even mix, I just saw a bunch of folks from different places, you know. Um, it's really, really cool to know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely on my, well, after the earthquake in 2011, it definitely dropped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite a... Mm-hmm commodity be a, a foreigner here but um yeah recent years it's been coming up now just i can like lovely camouflage all over the place so it's not like people are like pointing me out in the street yeah, or anything yeah, like that yeah. but before there was a bit of that but now it's like there's so many different foreigners so i'm good. just i'm just another tourist and just blending go. in with the crowd part of the scenery exactly there you go kyle i have to ask you first which is our first kind of actually nicely properly phrased question let's say kyle can yeah. I, can I, like, I'm just, I do this, because when I, uh, you have a very catchy, so immediately identical, Calcard, got that uh, alliteration happening, Calcard, but I have to mess with it, I like to add imaginary middle names, mm. Kyle, Thelonious, uh, uh, um, let's say, uh, Archibald, um, yeah, um, That's Abernathy, Card. Kyle, say that again, that does it. <laughs> it's pretty good, pretty good, yeah. Wow. There's a, a, a bit of a genre of a very haughty sounding British name, but a Carl card. Um, what is your vibe as a person? Would you say it's always the best place to start instead of like, hey, how did you get started? Career, name, born, just vibe it out, man. What's your vibe as a person? Vibe as a person. Mm, I'd like to say. If I sum up the word curiosity, perhaps. I dig that. I'm always asking questions about things. I mean, there's so many, like, um, rules and decided things in society. I'm always asking myself why and, like, is that truly the way it is? And, like, isn't there another way that you can go about this? And I'm always trying to find these sorts of niche-type things. Like, in terms of, like, I'm very interested in, like, fitness and losing weight and things like that like it's funny you talked about lazy keto because those are the types of things that appeal to me yeah because i don't like really stoic diets because i feel they're unnecessary because i've done it before for work and that and it screwed up like my 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 hormones and stuff my thyroid was kind of screwed up so and not good psychologically i might add honestly not there was some there was some darkness there and like it's it's so needless and then you hear about certain people doing other things and it's completely easy yeah it's like silk yeah it's silk and like there has to be easy ways to do everything there's like there is this Taoist story that i just recently read um, okay tuck yourselves in get ready and we're about to experience a, a nicely told story from mr Carcard. please proceed mr Carcard. um <laughs> this, this is ridiculous because i know that i have the book <laughs> but or it's called wisdom of the Tao by um <clears throat> hold on hold on it's coming give me on the, no, I'm not, come on now <laughs> By, it's called Wisdom of the Tao by Den Mingda. Oh, and um, there's a story in there. He, he Basically, it's, a, it's an anthology of all these stories that he's put together with the Wisdom of the, the Tao in there. And this story talks about this chef who has this, uh, he has this knife, and he's had the same knife for 19 years. He's never had to sharpen his one knife. Oh. And he, I think he was in front of the emperor or something, and he's uh, explaining this to the emperor, that he's only had to sharpen his one, he's never had to sharpen his knife for 19 right. years. And the secret of that was uh, when he, he'd be cutting bison. And before, in the old days, he'd be trying to cut through the knuckle bones and the kneecaps yeah. and just, just really struggling until he found that there's seams and all the meat, all the easy parts. And he just, when he found all these, he 
these places of least re resistance, so to speak, the, I don't know, the, the, the space between the, the muscles, I guess, but yeah. it, you can apply it to whatever metaphor you want. You just find the spaces in between the smooth areas and just the, the, the meat would fall off the bone and beautifully and his knife would never go dull. So there's so many metaphors you can apply to it, but I just, I really resonate why find, with yeah, why, find, why on the principle of some kind of thing that, which we all do, we were talking about getting in your head about narratives like that crazy anorexic woman you met at the gym, where you just felt like just yelling at her, like, you're so in your head right now, what are you doing? Stop doing cardio, eat, eat, eat like 70 burgers, please, right yes. now. You know, it's really a case of, yeah, um, finding the finding truth really um because again we're such subject subjectively inclined creatures we tend to all like immediately retreat into our head so yeah. i really vibe with your um sort of ethos of finding the truth finding what's real and then going in and saying well you know what? i'm gonna riff with it this way you know which is really good because it's like why yeah find the most efficient way do it which is again is funny that we call it lazy yeah <laughs> but it's just like just direct and, tr and truthful. Well, I just feel observation above all else is, is so important because there's so many people that they're all like, you just gotta act, you just gotta do impulses. But I think observation is so important. There's this old timer I, I spoke to a long time ago. He was in the military mm -hmm. and this was back in the old days and they're playing around doing some war game exercises and yeah. one of the, the young soldiers set off a mortar. Yeah, and shot the mortar straight up into the sky and everyone freaked out started diving into the ditch and he just stood there watching the mortar <laughs> and by watch standing there and observing the mortar's path and seeing where it goes he just stood there and watched as the mortar explode and it actually exploded by some of these people who panicked and just jumped in the ditches and stuff like that it's like stories like that just remind you it's like you have to observe before you act and there's so many people just jumping on the bandwagon before they know what's happening and just we're so reactionary nowadays yeah reactionary but there is there just like I, I said in that bastardization of that story, um, there's an easier way. There's a smooth path to everything. Exactly. There's always an easier way. There's always a smooth way. There's no need to struggle. Mm. Everyone's like, you got to struggle. you got to work hard. Because that's what no. defines what's worthwhile. Exactly. It's, it's the struggle. Because otherwise, if you don't have that, then you haven't suffered for it. It's like, okay, but there's also the self-indulgent side to yes. suffering, the victimized, self-victimizing side to everyone suffering. Wants to be a victim. Everyone does. You want to tell everyone how hard they've worked and how they've <laughs> got no sleep for 48 hours. Well, you're killing yourself. Congratulations. Yeah, um, but I just feel like there's that cliched saying, you know, work, not, don't work harder, work smarter. I mean, yeah. you don't have to work hard. You can work smarter. I mean, there's people that leverage their time better, they have more productivity. I mean, you don't have to be, it's not like the, the Japanese kind of like, like direct ways salary man yeah. way where you're at your desk 16 hours a day but you're actually not doing anything you're just yeah. there because the 16 hours a day is showing that you're a good worker but no you could you feel like there's so many like foreign companies that like you're at your desk for four hours a day we get so much done absolutely you're 80 20 in your workload and then boom you're out the door and you have your life i mean there's easier ways to work there's easier ways to do things and i'm always on the quest of like of curiosity to find those easier ways not because i'm lazy i just don't want to waste my time and because time is the most valuable commodity that any of us have we can't doesn't matter how much money we have can't buy our time at least currently mm -hmm. it's not like that that movie in time that's right that's <laughs> that right. was a cool movie but imagine one day we can buy more time but we can't do that right now so that is the only commodity that we're just constantly losing i i absolutely agree i will now because i like to kind of come in at different angles with things so there's a song white stripe song 
I believe it's uh, every little breath you take is a tiny little gift to me, right? And she, he's talking to a girl about it, but it's a gift to yourself. It's a gift to the to like you being alive. It's just every single moment, as you said, you know, Carl, very eloquently put, actually. You've outwordsmithed out me. You've outheard me. You should see, listeners, this. Nonsense, <laughs> me. I've seen a fair few pompadours in my time, and I'm looking at the very best one I have ever seen. pompadours. So let's hold on a minute. So are you sure you weren't like somehow crazily like grew up in this? Like, cause I like, what the hell dude? You're like, a, it's like I grew up with you in another universe. Cause dude, Probably did. Bruh, you know, bruh, bruh. serendipitous meetings yeah, all the time. I mean, I felt like I've met people, yeah. but I've, there's just some people you vibe with and you just become so close and you don't even know why i think it's also it speaks to which i'm i'm glad i'm i'm really fist bump just happened now um i'm glad because what it means is that people that um prioritize vibing grounding with someone instead of putting up a facade creating that again this this thing of drama that i guess i'm meeting someone for the first time i i yeah we just got an eye roll from mr calicard because i feel the exact same way it's like um, all of that gets in the way. All of it is essentially, ultimately, a waste of time. Now, obviously, boundaries are important. And it's not like I ran right up to him and be like, Mr. Kyle, Kyle. Because then again, what would that be? Dramatic. You know? Like, exactly. Again, it's just that. You read around and give me a hand. Like, I know. I, right there in the street, I, like, right that would have been. I mean, I had to. Exactly. No. You understand? Like, that is, I mean, it is what I was advised. Like, his agent told me, like, this is something Kyle enjoys. <laughs> These public... In the middle of the street. <laughs> public handy. All right, anyway. So, but... Uh, oh, but seriously, that, that sort of thing, yeah. I... I, I seriously, I don't want to use the word despise, but I despise... It's... Fake people. I mean, I don't want to hate people. Bullshit. No, it really, can just like How can you not hate... So, I'm sorry, Kyle, but, like, a lot of people, that's their main pursuit. It's, and especially with the... The, the internet nowadays it's about like joining tribes and taking stances and hashtag this hashtag that um it really that's why it's an extra cool kindred thing to have run into you man because i've considered folks like you to be like little oases of, of like sensitive yes indeed it's, it's a good plural think of other words with beautiful plurals like octopi um, octopi that didn't work the elephant in the room and none of us wanted to <laughs> inquire towards. i did see that that's right so spit tally is one albert zero kyle so far exactly. but we just have to get into some heated things so then we can get some spits but from basically well. on the note of the fakeness basically yes. i try to uphold honesty in all things i do try to be honest i i apologize enjoy... for the spit by the way it's, it's fine. <laughs> No problem. You spit at me all day. Anyway, um, but that's what I. What I that's what I. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, see the words. They're gone. Don't worry about it, man. I mean, we were saying uncontrived. Uh, just well, uncontrived and just like yeah. being fake ultimately means dishonesty and just I just I can't I can't deal with it. I'm, 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 you, you are what I would affectionately call, and it's my girlfriend and I. We bonded over this, just over it. You know, when we first met, this is Ray. I'm talking about. She um, has been on a few episodes. We discussed. Uh, god of war death stranding a couple of different episodes like about how like name symbolism and stuff but our, our common refrain is that um 
like uh, it's just again you know the whole idea of like oh boyfriend girlfriend like a great a great example of what people dramatize and tie so much i i feel unnecessary emotion to is uh when like like relationships and stuff and like everything in day-to-day -day life is a relationship you know and so yeah. her and i one of the first things we vibed about was um so you're over it you're over the whole bullshit power play manipulation all of this stuff which i'm sure as an actor uh in in an industry where it is about like you know it's very competitive you know and people will resort to what they feel that they need to in terms of let's just say unwholesome ways of, of gaining their goals um how do you stay like kind of centered and, and and happy within your profession i suppose uh, knowing that that's something uh, something of an element well, I could say that some of these people, there's a, there's a good way of positioning people that have either rubbed you the wrong way or done you wrong. Like instead of despising them or hating them, you can consider them as your teachers. And um, I forget who first positioned this concept to me or where I heard it, but it's been really something that really meshed well with me it's really vibed with me like just okay this person has been one of like this person's caused me so much pain but it's been one, also one of my greatest teachers and they taught you how not to be or the kind of person you don't want to be and i've been blessed to meet a I lot of those, those people that's actually exactly. the best you know when you're doing a portrait mm. they say the best way to be more, more most authentic and i do i do portrait art and stuff mm. you define the negative space first you define what it won't be Oh. It's crazy, and I was like, "Oh, don't you start at the eyes? Like, never start at the eyes. Never start with details because you will get caught up. Uh, define what this. Define what it isn't first. And I always sort of took that from portraiture to just apply mm. to life. In fact, that works great with life. That's nice. Uh, mm. nice tie in there. That's beautiful. Yes, it's totally negative space. And um, yeah, I've been blessed to meet so many of those people, especially here in Japan, mm. who are just, just so drunk off themselves, <laughs> like. If they were like a bottle of Japanese sake, they done just glug, 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 glug. This is their ego. This is their facade that they, they show the world and they just glug, 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 glug and swallowed it and boom. They it fills back up and they yeah. drink every single day. Yeah, they are intoxicated on themselves and they believe yeah. their own lies. Yeah. And that's when I believe that's that's the end. I mean, it's just downward spiral from there. I just, I've met so many people in passing, yeah. like here in Japan. And just It's just, yeah, I don't want to be like that. You, I just want to be normal. I want to be down to earth, yeah. real, genuine. Yeah. So this has gotten listeners to a stage where I'm actually convinced that somehow he may have some kind of like body covering camouflage because I'm convinced Kyle must have grown up around in the same vibe. You probably grew up in Canberra or something. I'm, I'm telling you right now because this is crazy. This is how you phrased it, how you articulated that. 1000%. And I don't like, again, no, I get nowhere from like, freaking hyperbole or like you know like like just like going over the top with descriptions like i i don't no no one gains anything again unnecessary drama like this has gone listeners from just like a eh, quick little quick little message to say ah oh, hi how are you man mm. you know so actor da, 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 to literally that that is immensely kindred to me in, immensely man and uh damn i actually need to ask you now that we actually have segued into it where did you grow up man well, I grew up in a small, well, I spent the majority of my childhood in a small town called uh, Clinton, Clinton, which is in British Columbia, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Canada. All right. I was born in Vancouver, and then my parents decided to move around many, many places, and we essentially settled in this one place for the majority of my childhood, which was Clinton. And my parents decided to have a hobby farm, 
So a hobby farm. Yeah, a hobby what, what, farm. what is that? A hobby farm is basically you know a farm with it's an actual farm where you actually do farm like things like you, know, you have like a hundred head of cattle and you make milk or whatever cool. whatever it was. My, a hobby farm is basically you take the best of farming and basically it's like a, a freaking pet shop because my mom just loved animals. Not even so much a pet shop per se, but. My mom would just like animals. She wanted like every type of animals. And if we wanted animals as a child, like we would get them. Like my sister wanted a pony. She got a pony. And, and we weren't rich by any means. We were like, dude, like we're down there. But we managed, you know, it's in the countryside. You make deals for stuff. And you, yeah. like my mom was an artist. She sometimes makes some things. We get like some pigs. Barter. Or, That's great. Yeah, like Amazing. just barter anything. Like you have a car, you can get a cow. You're like like <laughs> total incredible. bartering. And um, so we had like, we had we had a couple cows and one cow and then she had a baby and then we had a pony. We had pot-bellied pigs. We had normal pigs. We had a sheep. We had two goats. We had pigeons. <laughs> um, we had ducks, geese. Uh, what the hell else we have? Like at one point we had like 11 dogs because they reproduce. Fantastic. Cats. We had about 30 cats at one point because we left them to their own devices. And in a classic biological boom and bust cycle, yeah. we went from 30 cats to no cats. What did you do with the cats, Mr. Cod? We did nothing to the cats. Nature took care of the cats. Oh, I see. Because yeah. there was, a, I think nature got back at the cats because there was actually a bunch of wild rabbits Whoa. before we moved in. And um, they were the neighbor's rabbits that they let go. And they had their own boom and bust cycle where the rabbits multiplied to like the hundreds almost. Oh, yeah. There's all these wild rabbits running around. And then... The neighbor abandoned some cats, so those cats came and mated with our cats, and then blah blah blah. There's this Made whole, it. This whole like it. yeah, revolution of cats, and the cats took out the rabbits, and then nature took out the cats. Like we're talking hawks, coyotes, highways, and just yes, yeah, cats running away. So it's like went from thirty to nothing. It was like weird. Oh wow! All right, I need to share with you because we were talking about obviously the nutrition and stuff. Speaking of like far like farming and stuff like that, um, it was great. It's from this subreddit, which we are essentially an interactive artistry. We got kind of mostly started in earnest through reddit which is this as i call it uh, probably the kyle card of like communities i'd say it's just a no, 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 no and allow me to explain because now in the course of the 20 minutes we've been speaking kyle card has made himself um and i'm, I'm serious here like i don't really again i why go into hyperbole but this is crazy uh he has become immediately synonymous with like actual hidden gem right now and um, and I mean this, you know, I joke around, we joke around a whole bunch. Um, it's, and I'm really grateful to be getting this on recording because uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, and everyone on, on the show, I could have rocked up here. He could have had an ego the size. He wouldn't even be able to fit in the room, but immediately, immediately, that's, that's just something I had to just put he out there. The dude. Enemy, indeed. He was the enemy. Oh, indeed. Um, that's the third, um, extremely British, like, uh, Cheers. Yeah, chin chin. Allora, facciamo. Fantastico. Yes. Yeah, you could you could do you could pass for Italian as well. Oh, oh well, I will refrain from that. You do not want to say that. Oh, penis. Yeah, penis. Yes. Um, but anyway, so little, little tangent within a tangent. But what it is is yeah, this uh, community it's called Murdered by Words, right? And it's um and you come and it's basically it's people take screen captures of just bigoted, rude, racist people being just put down immediately in a comment section really like makes your heart really happy and i saw this when he was a vegan no nothing against vegans it's it's a quite a nice in essence pursuit but he said i don't understand why do people uh like immediately just like 
they just like oh we're can- we have canines we have to eat like it's like we can live cruelty free all of y'all yeah and he actually told the guy that's like hey stop what you're doing look in the mirror and say that you're an idiot and that you could totally be eating completely cruelty free and then so the murder by words was like this and i have wow. to tell you this get ready okay. so underneath there was about six very eloquently it's like six cow cards in a row very eloquently spoken people just saying okay so uh these countries here uh because of this many people like white vegan people taking their canoa they have no canoa for themselves you know <laughs> so you're so that's and it's cruel on that point of view because those people are starving uh, because it's all being imported and then the final one beautiful long great one uh it was something along the lines of okay so here are all the industries um that require pesticides right okay <laughs> So, yeah yeah so rabbits are dying to be able to make corn or whatever every here's a list of the animals that are like we and, and at the end he's like there is literally no way we can live cruelty free the best way we can do is to minimize harm consciously but just because you're a vegan doesn't mean no one can live cruelty free and i was like there you go there's no free lunch man no free lunch so we're very friend we, we, we're big fans of the tangents here on, on interactive archery but what i'm saying here already, I love it. why i'm saying yeah, exactly why i'm saying this here is because again carl synonymous with just um never judge a book right this is a, again everyone's like well actor he must have only really gotten into it because of you know uh, opportunities uh, fame bedazzlement or this is one of the most beside me one of the most that's why i'm convinced he's a brother from another brother i, n- I heard another one dribble was it no uh sibling from another dribbling oh it's terrible God. but that's right so the that's where the brotherhood comes from is that it's like uh and it, again he resonates with the freaking interactive medium which so many people <sighs> games uh, it's all about distraction recreation competition no the games right now and we're really coming into this now we're going to talk about this soon it's all flowing very segue-tastic but we're, we're, we're moving into a time where things which were traditionally like like oh actors arrogant or like games waste of time things there is a beautiful uh, um, transcendence happening there's a, a threshold being crossed there are things being redefined at their core level um, and yeah I reckon you uh, you vibe with that and you're synonymous with that man just gonna say that what are we I absolutely vibe with that. thirty two minutes in this is one of the most kindred people I've spoken to right here I can't applaud with one because I'm holding up the microphone I'm gonna just like. That's me, like, slapping Yay. his very well-defined forearm to, to equate a applause sound because I'm actually holding the recorder right now. So, no, nah, dude, it's good. Well done. Well done on being you. Holy shit. Oh, well done on being you. Yeah, and, dude. And crops to you. For, did I say crops? Crops? I'm well, back, just I'm back on the damn crops. farm tent. Kudos, I know, right? We yeah. didn't do crops. We didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but props to you for, you know, doing and, and you know, participating in this medium because I think it's just so important. I mean, podcasts are such a huge part of my daily routine i mean i don't listen to music i listen to podcasts i'm con- like i said i'm curious and i love listening to people their stories and um yeah, i think what the most important i think i see podcasts as coming back to our roots yeah a, a bit like radio in a way it's know? like radio and because basically traditionally how do we pass on knowledge it was it's the oral tradition you know it's stories yeah. between two people the conversations mm-hmm. And it's it's, just, it's fine. It's oh, full oh, circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, we oh, went oh, to text, yeah. and then we went to like you know video, all that crap, and then everyone's worried now. Funny, we have all these YouTubes and things and Instagram we can look, but podcasts, people are just so interested. Radio, people just they, it's still there. It's such yeah. a necessity, and yeah. it just shows the importance of just a conversation. And it's just something which 
I love to be able to have this conversation with you because you can't have a lot of conversations anymore because well, people oh, are just yeah. stuck in the damn phone that's that luminescent blue light in their face and it's it's terrible um, uh, and that's why I love yeah it's, there's a great minimalism about it yeah well, I was about to say uh, I was actually thought that you were going to say oh I haven't been able to speak uh, obviously with like people but in, in, like in English but you probably have a bunch of english friends here i do or? have some english speaking cool. french which is uh, a necessity as well because it keeps you sane because yeah. there's just because the the structure of the languages and how yeah. you communicate in japanese yeah it's really hard to communicate yeah. certain things in japanese with japanese people yeah and i can tell you've kind of um you're you're centered onto yourself like you haven't like one thing for me in camp like i don't have an australian distinct australian accent and i i, I tend to see that when someone is like oh you've how long have you been in japan uh, about seven years or so seven or eight years so that's pretty significant and he's i don't hear a whiff of any kind of like uh your like accent like like disappearing or anything it's like I no, guess, that it's, would never happen i'm afraid yeah. because i'm a bit of a connoisseur of accents myself yeah. so i have my my japanese accent and my other accents that i know so like if i find myself going into those accents like nope 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 stop it yeah go back to the kyle stop accent it. no stop that it. none of that stop it what's your favorite accent for admonishment mine is like uh, uh, get out of there Get out! It's my Scottish. Get out of there! Get out of the barn! They're always sleeping with the animals. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell, tell you off to your mum. Ah, uh, that's the thing with the accents, which, which saddens me actually, because in Japan there's just no need for it because they don't oh. get it. They don't get it. So I can speak English and it's a different accent. They're just like, huh? What's that? You know, it's like, oh, you don't, you don't get like my, my Russian accent or my, my it, Indian accents or, this but it's so a hard. good Indian accent. I'm trying, I, I obviously live with Bangladesh people because my girlfriend's from Bangladesh. Go ahead. She's from Bangladesh. That's you? Right. you know, I am liking this accent very good. No, um, uh, uh, no it's, it was it's good. been a while. No, no. <laughs> No, it's just, I actually, I absolutely love that accent, you know. Yeah. Also, shout out, like, I'm legit, yo, talk to me about Shahrukh Khan, Amir Khan. Amazing. You see these freaking Hindi, like, they work so much harder than, I'm sorry, than anyone in Hollywood, these Hindi people. I'm telling you. Amir Khan, look it up. He is 58 or something, 52. Mm -hmm. He looks like you. Looks wow. like you. Like, they, they just, they put so much hard work in, and I'm, I'm a big fan beautiful, of Beautiful, beautiful man. I, I gotta tell you, like, yeah. one of my dreams is to be in some Bollywood films. So do it like, do it there's some beautiful freaking men beautiful women oh my god yeah so no what, they, they, well, i want to know what they're doing yeah yeah you know oh I mean? yeah i mean i I'm, I'm yelling at ray half the time you'll see i'll show you pics and stuff um uh, you'll just see like for me like you know well you're doing pretty good dude i don't know what you're doing like you're you're, you're defying you're fighting you're you're fighting that age back you're like parrying aha aha you know nothing about that I knew you, uh, but I'm just saying, this is the vibe I get. You, again, all of this could just be makeup. Like, again, he gets home, he checks a Melisandre, it all just comes off, and he's just this hag. <laughs> um, uh, no, but yeah, I'm sorry, I'm always getting angry at Ray and just saying, like, I hate you because you're like, she's got half Egyptian heritage. Egyptian, oh. she's like, she's going to look fucking young forever, and I'm going to be a freaking... I mean, I'll revel in my own brand, Cranston, like crow faces upon crow faces. Oh, yeah, well, people get the, the defined crow face with like the white hair and yeah. it'll look good, but it won't look, you what, know. What did TJ Miller call it when he sees Deadpool for the first time? Uh, what is it? You look like a roadmap of Ontario, like fucked itself. <laughs> like, you look like you're, you look like an old avocado fucked another avocado. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, my God. Terrible. Yeah, we'll probably look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. Uh, age. Will not touch Mr. Kyle Card. 
It won't. I mean, look, I mean, the way that I, I had put it in my notes, I was like, so in many ways, Mr. Kalkar's living the dream, you know, uh, working with some higher profile people. We won't speak of them. Uh, living in a beautiful country with, honestly, like I'm, I'm walking around psychologically. This is a pretty, like compared to some of the places in the world. Like I just had the most peaceful, lovely, again, you said I haven't seen enough yet to be able to like get a gauge, obviously, of like how hectic it might get. So from that point of view, um, slaying it with just, again, again, I just thanked him earlier for just being who he is because he's on a very, a path that I always take that moment as daggy as it is, like you cannot put in, cannot, words cannot articulate uh, sufficiently. I never could. How when someone, like the ripple effect of being a sincere human being, Kyle, mm more efficient, more amazing than any campaign, anything, any movement, just by being a scented, kind, generous, curious soul. To be defined by curiosity means you're open. And that openness, you always see, speak to someone that like ripples into them, they have a better day. It's just, I just, yeah, it makes me daggy. It makes all the kids who are listening right now roll his eyes. Oh, look at him. He's getting his, 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 but I, this right, yes. But I always find myself taking those moments. And I actually have something to tell you, uh, which I want to see if this ever had, you had, ever had this moment. So sure. earlier I had someone message. I had to block them because they were just a little bit negative. So what they said is like, we're sick of, I'm sick of, it was on the Days Gone subreddit, which is uh, Sam Whitworth, who, again, you guys could be twins for sure. Um, he's sort of a Troy Baker-ish kind of figure. He's done some stuff for games. And uh, they basically, he's like, I was just putting the offer out there. Hey, anyone want to talk about Days Gone? They've been working on this for six years. It looks like they can really, like, and the sub's very little right now. And there's a bit of, it's like, well, they're just trying to be the last of us. And like the whole team are like, kind of underdogs they're saying no 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 um we really like um uh, we really want to do something different so i kind of stood up and was like let's talk about this let's get someone hmm. and someone immediately came, commented and saying hey we, we don't want to hear it enough of your channel enough of your crap they just immediately shut and shut it down i was like hey and i re replied just by saying you know what totally respect your stance there are a lot of people like the the implication was he was tired of seeing and i'm tired of it too the democratization of technology has allowed all kinds of people to, to rise up and start sharing their voices, especially when they catch on to the trans years. Audible ground for Mr. Kalka. Um, oh, yeah. There's some people like everyone should have access to technology and to the, you know, uh, a means to voice their voice. But yeah, there's, there's some people that just shouldn't. Just shouldn't. And it's <laughs> ironic because he himself is misusing it by being this presumptive and prejudiced and abusive and stuff like that. And obviously, I didn't get drawn into that because that's just a cycle. I always have this reasoning. Never try to reason with unreasonable people because it's just, they're much better at be. And I, and I told this to Ray. I was like, celebrate whenever someone is being more douchey than you because they thrive on that. And for you, it's like, it's caustic. So if... Never like, argue with a fool. Never argue with a fool. Exactly. I mean, it's harsh calling and, you know, you know, determining someone as a fool, but you, yeah. know, you just, just can't get caught up in it because they're just spewing That's right. continuous venom and it's, it's just yeah, well, like, nothing can come of it. You know, there's yeah. some people that they really need to fix themselves before Maybe. they even think about vocalizing anything. But that's right. yeah, that's not the case. And it's called projection. Yes. It's totally projecting. So I wanted to ask you, so this person had this moment of saying, like, I don't I don't see the worth of what you're doing. That basically was the bottom line. Um, there's thousands of others. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. And I could have, and I felt the pang to say, well, you know what? It's interesting you say that because I founded Interactive Artistry 
insert whatever I, be, uh, I Calcard, became an actor, da, 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 because I, I, I sensed that there was something different that I could bring, you know, and the sense that there was something that um, was unexplored. And then again, we talked about this in, mess, in our messages, like you haven't done you yet. You don't get to say, you don't get to make the call and say, oh, I've, uh, you know, there are a thousand people out there who have done what I've done or whatever. And I will, not that it's about defining yourself, but like, I'll never contribute anything. It's like, you don't get to say that because you haven't lived your entire life yet. <laughs> it was very centering when Ray gave me that riff, actually. So I wanted to ask if you ever had a guy or a person of any kind or a force like a wall or someone who tried to sort of say that to you, come up um, and just, I wanted to riff with you about how it was for you, if that did happen or what would you do in that situation? Well, to be honest with you, I think the force that's done that to me the most is myself. There you go. Yeah, I can resonate with that. I am um, before I get. Yeah, yeah, what's the point? I mean, yeah. I become my own worst enemy in some cases. Like, there's so many ideas. I mean, I get ideas all the time, like things that I should do, and like I just I get stoked, and then I just then if I overthink it, I mean, I know I, before I talked about observation, like yeah. acting, like thinking and observing everything before you act, but I think in some cases I get caught up and do that too much. Yeah. Because there's there's a delicate medium that you have to, you yeah. know, determine. Otherwise, you end up just being that force to your to yourself, like stopping yourself before you can even start. Like, like I've had many times where like there's things I've wanted to start. It's like, no, no, self sabotage. Yeah, self sabotage. Like, no, no, there, there's no need for that, or you'll never, you'll never get that many followers, or people won't be interested in that. It's yeah, like, oh. it's never one voice either. It, then yeah. there's the second backup voice because you might fight back and say, no, no, it is worth it, and then it says, but where is it coming for you for you to say that it's worth it? Are you insecure? Do you look at yourself, questioning yourself? You need to reassure yourself. Ah, the very fact that you needed to reassure well, yourself. Sometimes means I gotta like, stop myself. It's like, exactly. how many? How many freaking people are in this damn head? Like, what, how many of them are you? Like, what's going on here? Like, Jesus, you got backup. It's like, I'm, I'm alone here. How many you got in there? Yeah, it's good. They're all against me. So, yeah, but I'm glad you shouted that voice down because, again, man, you've only just gotten started, dude. Absolutely. We know, obviously, some of the work you've done. I've looked into some of it, uh, but it's, it's the legacy of Calcutta. It's just beginning. Really is, I feel. Well, I'm glad glad you feel that because I, I'm starting to feel that myself. Like there's yeah. there's been a lot of hurdles, of course, and a lot of self sabotage. Like yeah. a lot of I'm sure a lot of artists go through that. You know, it's like you know, is this the right path for me? Or you know, and you've come a certain way. And it's like, you know, was this actually valid? Will anything yeah. I do going forward be valid? Yeah. You know, what will my what is my story? Yeah leading towards like what is my story going to be? Like mm -hmm. what is the tale I get to tell to my my eventual offspring or my mm -hmm. offspring's offspring like what's the epic that i'm creating now and just sometimes you just can't see it about two hundred and fifty thousand episodes of a podcast called the kyle card podcast that's what you're going to leave behind uh, as well as a distinguished uh, film and multimedia career i miss card well thank you very much I, I, I like that i'll take a memo with that <laughs> <laughs> let's no. manifest that let's put that out into the ether i dig it well here's my theory I and mean, you can tell me if i'm wrong in this but i feel like where you've gotten here wasn't so much of a thing of, um, as I like to call it, well, some people like are driven by feats and like, oh, I've gotten to this stage. This means now I'm, this is opened. I have always experienced, and this is with Ray as well, uh, and with myself, because again, I think I sense all three of us, you'll meet her one day. Again, she does emotional um, coaching, kind of cool, like psychology um, stuff, um, helping people that way. Um, is that we are our own worst enemies and that progress doesn't begin when it's like oh that lucky break that just came from the universe 
no, it's 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 always a thing I find that I sense is just like emanating from you, Mr. Cove, is that someone has just said, you know what, I'm just going to stay true to myself. I'm going to be centered. I'm going to be curious and I'm going to um, start there. And then that, as I call it, cosmically, people who vibe with that, they, 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 they resonate with that. They're drawn to you and then they sense that. And obviously we're not talking extensively about the projects you're doing now, but my sense that uh, we'll, um, one day I'll be able to, you know, we'll be able to refer that down that down the line. But I sense that that is what like was the moment that I feel has, has, has kickstarted you this way. That's just the vibe I get. You can correct me, but because you come across as such an eloquent, uh, centered, uh, sincere person that, I feel as though isn't that always like that is what brings the opportunities. Not 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 a particular oh a lucky phone call I got. It's like well, everything is precipitated. I feel by having that moment of just like hey I'm I'm I'm, I'm I've I've quote unquote stopped trying. You know, yeah. in in that way where again trying can be looked at as like the whole Yoda thing of like don't don't try like just just be and then try not to try try not to try indeed so am i am i sort of on the bullish there or, or? no that, that that meshes well with my uh yeah my 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 path on on, on the on the, Dao, on the Taoism there because you know it's like again the path of least resistance and mm -hmm. um yeah i'm just trying to find that path you know it's like there's just so much yeah so many voices my own or other people and there's so many trends and things yeah. i just i'm just so to you know quote what you said before i'm just fed up with so many yeah. things and i yeah. just want to throw my hands up in the air it's like i don't want to be part of that you know? yeah. it's like and why should i have to be there's got to be a better way yeah it's got to be something else that can be completely uniquely me yeah bring i can bring my own unique voice my own energy to this particular medium and be successful with that i don't have to go into this fit mold no. that you know where people try to fit me into in this industry yeah. So, yeah, cool. I feel, um, especially as we talked about the the double edged sword of the democratization, you know, people again, you can uh, because of people's ability to publish content and stuff, it can be very easy, quite sadly, for the more worthwhile and kindred people to be drowned out by the majority who are just the trend seekers They're they're drowning out. So it is a moment of uh, real, like genuine, um, just that's those are the moments you want in life, those moments of, of uh uh, having just in the course of your day, either if it's a book or a person in your case, they're just like, wow, this is, um, if, uh, you know, there's, again, it's always going to be this way, by the way, Carl. We, I think I had, we probably both accepted it at one stage is like, um, you can let that develop a victimhood narrative of like, well, you know, well, I'll just be drowned out, whatever. Or you can be like, you know what? Again, great way of you, you putting it earlier. We just, that's all we have is time. Uh, and we have ourselves and we have truth and why not spend our, our time cultivating a relationship with the self, cultivating a relationship with truth. And that I feel it's like glow flies, like that, that kind of emanation that, that glows enough so that you start seeing like lighthouses or like other ships. It's like, Oh, that's another person. And they'll just, it'll pass through all the muck. They'll just, they'll just draw to each other effortlessly. As you said, oh, effortlessly. Seriously, I've been like meeting so many people, like just, it's been amazing. Seriously. I've met some, amazing like forces just yeah. it's, it's almost magic if yeah. you can just lack of a better term and, and it is magic like there's people that you normally would never meet I meet these people and I become close to these people and they have so much to offer and just, just talking to them just yeah. levels me up yeah. every time and just 
it's I don't know why. I don't know. How it's because you've gotten over yourself. This. You've gotten over yourself, and you're just like, hey, I'm about experiencing this thing right now. And uh, again, we're we're talking listeners again, as as I'm sure you can hear in in, in his voice and in his manner. Exceptionally humble dude. Exceptional. I mean, he could be putting it all on as an act, of course. Yeah. Yes, he's. Uh, I only act when the camera's rolling. Hey, indeed. So break the character. Good, good ethos there, but that that is the vibe we're talking here. Okay, so let's let's do a bit of a. Um, it's been good, obviously, with like going into surrealism, into comedy, into life it. stuff. I dig it majorly, man. And I think this is um, I'm gonna unofficially say it, you know, uh, the proto pre teaser whatever of uh, whatever you're gonna put together, man. It's it's what do you what are you thinking for a podcast, man? Because I'm 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 certain that more than a few listeners after tuning in have already know what what like your kind of vibe is just from the was like 40 50 minutes or so we've been talking if it would be for me personally if it would be just like kyle riffing about life that's that's cool but did you have a, a particular theme in mind or, or is it I again that part of least about life with like people that i know people in my industry like that was kind of my my main premise because like, there's a lot of people in the same boat as me yeah doing what i do mm-hmm. um, on, on different levels of course and yeah. of course everyone has their own story to tell and yeah. um, their own struggles that they deal with whether it be you know living abroad here or you know in their industry you know even like um being, being a certain race can be a, a, like a bit of a hurdle in yeah, this industry here sure. so there's so many stories like that that i can want to get out there you know so it's like that's kind of the angle i was going for just to have conversations like this that's cool. and just and, to, and, and to, for, would it be cathartic for you the only direction as, as like a premise because uh one thing for me is with interactive artistry i have to remind myself that even though because there is so much expert like for god of war for example uh everyone's like when's the next podcast when they're, they're, i was like i'm playing it you know, I'm just playing the actual game. And a lot of people treat that release window of like, just put out as much content as possible, blah, 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 you know? So I really, really dig that. It's just like you, and it seems as though the direction of it won't be sort of locked to any kind of like, yeah, there's, there's no, you won't be reporting on anything, which is, it's kind of cool. And I, I've developed. I just want to let it flow and just see where it goes. I dig it. I dig it. I started a kindred art form recently, which is this uh, film art literature um tv series and music so that gives me a bit a bit of a broader spectrum because with interactive artistry i'm always tying it back to the industry and everything it's like the beating heart of who i am and the um i've told you given you my spiel about like the the medium the the listeners are sick of it but did you want to hear it oh why not here we go so the idea is that our thing you'll see it on our gift which we're going to be giving to you live in a few minutes yes life is an interactive art right um i obviously encountered mr card's work through his work on uh, projects within the interactive uh, medium and the reason why i broke through whatever self-sabotaging blah narratives and um, and i, I want to riff with you about moments like this for you as well is that something that get that that like can because ego is powerful self-sabotage is powerful but the thing that pierces through that that can knock all that away is as i call it like your calling or like ray and i call it it's the, the mission you were given before you were born that like up there when you were still like kind of cosmic energy your sort of swirl of energy that you here were we here we go it's that you've resonated with a certain path mm. and when you find that moment uh, when you just like drop all ego, drop all drama, it's like, wow, that's, that's, that's my vibe. All the dissenting voices melt away, you know? Um, and uh, for me, that was interactive art. And you're like, well, look at this guy, just like hyping up and over-intellectualizing about games. It's like, no. So art 
uh, first of all, is our gift. It's like birds were given wings, fish were given like fins, and humans were given their imagination. We're the only creature really that gets as imaginative and as, as creative as we do. So it's it's something about putting something, as you said, like hitting record on a podcast, just creating. Um, it's not necessary, but it is our calling, you know, right? Um, and so I thought about that and I thought about the effortlessness of that. And I also thought about how choice also defines life. Life isn't a passive experience. It, it is, you can't just sit there in life. You need to get up and drink and cry and experience and love. Like that is we are defined by our choices no other medium is driven by choice active participative choice it is the medium that we have created that resonates closer to real life recording arm is trembling because i'm just like getting into my real deal right here it's all the caffeine it's all the caffeine he's 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 seriously you're gonna see this thing he gave me he's trying to like ko me it's crazy but it is um it's why i feel as though like it, it is I'll just throw Kojima out there as a thing. He he he, he says from homo, homo sapiens to homo ludens to those who play, and I define play not so much as like wasting time, or, but it's certainly fun. But play means we've gotten over fighting, we've gotten over war, but now we're just playing. We're playing with ideas. What could this be? What could that be? Let's re- redefine things. So the the redefining of the expression play, you know. Uh, and we're defined by play in that way and we're defined by choices and no other medium is so steeped in choices and play than gaming. There you go. Second spit. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, I didn't see that one. There you go. But yeah. So what did you, what do you reckon of that? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, and you are at the pinnacle of that, if I may add, and this is again, no kind of blah, smoke blowing or any of that crap. You're on the, you are within this, we are, we are commenting on it. We are showcasing it. We're celebrating it. You're advancing it. You're there on the front line. Thank you. Um, well, in terms of games, they've always been something for me. Like when I was young, I had some issues with like getting bullied and stuff. And I always found like just kind of going into games and, you know, going in those narratives, which is somewhere I could, it was an escape for me. It was like a different world. It was an adventure. I could be the hero that I couldn't be in my own life, you know, but they also gave me a moral compass. Like there's, you meet all these heroes and go through all their trials and tribulations mm-hmm. and just see where the result of that, like the result of being brave, the result of, you know, having fear and not acting at the right time. You just, you get to see it and ex- you actually experience exactly what these people, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you can read a novel and experience it, but when it's a game, like you said, it's interactive. You're there. You become the character. I mean, it's not VR. It's not there. It's in there. You feel it like when the characters die, you you feel the pain. And when they make a bad decision, you're like, oh, no. Like, you feel the shame. And it just resonates, and it just really becomes part of you. And it was just such an important thing for me. And then growing up, you get... When you're when you're adulting, yeah. you get like this whole kind of shaming, like oh you can't play games. It's like yeah, somehow it's seen as like a waste. Again, like thing. you're masturbating. Like if you're yeah. a Catholic, you can't masturbate. It's like also you play games. But what do you really do? That, that's yeah, one of exactly. the things. Exactly. Like... And I just, I mean, games are such an important thing for me growing up, and I've, I've admittedly been kind of like stepping away from games and oh, and there's other things I should be doing. But it's, like you said, there's there's something so powerful yeah. there, that interactive narrative, that it's just, and it's only gotten stronger these days. You ready for this? So on the secondary level of our name, we also talk about the interactivity between games and other mediums, interactive artistry. So we want 
to that's why we've brought in kindred art form because we want folks who are like oh I'm, I'm into the next season of stranger things looking up that and we sincerely earnestly love that medium too series are you kidding me look at the freaking true detective i feel really kickstarted it but the game of thrones all of that again mm-hmm. you always see yourself uh, um, i'm trying to think of a few folks uh, who are in the same kind of media hopping i just think that that is just the the goal i feel you, you should really do um you should really i mean like max von Sydow is very like oh, he, he did some like voice work for skyrim mm-hmm. stuff and he's been in uh, film and stuff, but I'll I'll think of some better example better better examples later. But I think that you're you're you've already. Uh, well, how old are you, by the way? If, if you don't mind me asking, uh, I'm yeah, a, would you distinguish age of? Uh, I'm a chipper thirty two. Chipper thirty two. Okay, at such a young age, we're talking already having it's set the crazy. stage for being, as I call it, just that next generation or just the the. Yeah, the, the media hopping. You know, mm. uh, that we are going. We're, we're moving so close to in in just media transcending again kojima has been one of the main uh, prognosticators of like in a couple of years everything's going to be linked up you know i think uh, yeah, james cameron is like we're just giving our assets straight to ubisoft from avatar 2 etc etc mm-hmm. just take it and and there is going to be this melding and again Kyle card oh, will be oh, one of the names seen, um, yeah. uh, what, what's, what's the, the proper name of it that that new spielberg film something oh, player, ready one. player one ready, ready player, player one, one. yeah that was an interesting take on the future of gaming. Like that, I was like, "Wow, I want to play that game." Yeah. But I could definitely see that being the norm. I mean, gaming itself is just so immersive now. It's like since I was a child, and now it's like the, that's the the great thing about our generation. We got to s- literally see the evolution of video games. Like we lived right. it, yeah, like, every step of the way. Like I, I even screwed with an Atari. It might have been before my time, but I, I fiddled with the Atari. Yeah. yeah. And then that first Mario Brothers, the hardest game in the world, mm-hmm. you know, did all that. And then it's now it's like, holy shit, what's going yeah. on? Tell me and about it's it. only going to get better. And like, I can definitely see a future. Like, yeah. Ready Player One, just the game's just going to keep getting yeah. more. Like, I mean, Last of Us changed my freaking life. Like, right here, my right now. God, that is my favorite game. Okay, need to interrupt you. This is uh, out of kindredness, not out of rudeness. Uh, so you, you actually quoted Neil Druckmann without even knowing. So he said, we, and we have it at the end of our intro of this episode and all of this main, main, main show episodes, as he says, the interactive aspect of gaming can be leveraged to create the deepest, most transcendent experiences because the walls are down. You're not like, I'm protected from this experience because I'm passively watching it. The walls of vulnerability are down. You are there with your emotions. Journey also did this, which he speaks very highly of as well. Um, Last of Us, take it away. The Last of Us, that. <laughs> oh my! God. I mean, I don't, I don't know where to start or end Last of Us, just because just so many emotions experienced in that game, so many things you see and like experience. My God! Like, have you have you talked about be- becoming involved in some way? I think you resonate. I'm sure I could I could I could feel the presence of Neil in this room, riffing with you about this in some way. Is that something that like would be of interest in you? Maybe potential like either this current one because I think they're still shooting it, but I don't know. Um, part three is it something where you you're drawn to these creators themselves uh, to be participating in there? I'm I'm drawn to creators that want to like showcase like such immersive stories i mean the story to me is everything i mean last of us the gameplay is great yes it's it's gory all that stuff you like those gory like killing games but it's it's not about that there's it's beyond that like just like the connection between the main characters and like the things they go through and the things you see and like and the non-narrative i guess is what you call the non-narrative because you go through certain parts of the game and 
things have happened, but there's a narrative going on, but it's like there's wide this linear, seamless, seamless time, the wide linear, wide and it's linear. like you're getting like nervousness, feeling something's going to go down, but it's already went down, but yeah. you don't know it. And it's, it's, it's just this mysterious feeling. I, just, yeah. I can't describe it. It's just so transcendent. In a sense. I think you're fated for a collaboration with, uh, with Neil. Seriously. I, it's would, a, I would love to be part you of it. You belong in the same vibe sphere as that dude. For sure. I would like put that out in the ether too. I would love for that yeah. to happen. I mean, I, I want to get involved in more games. I mean, stuff that I've been involved into at this point has been the most rewarding work I've done. Mm -hmm. Like some of the most challenging work. One project that I can talk about because it's out is um, I was part of... Um, what's that? Was it Evil Within 2? Yes, the Evil yeah. Within 2. Okay. That's, the, that's the one project I can talk about. Um, that was some of the most challenging acting I've had to do. But so rewarding just because, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Even the relationships of the other actors. It's, it's yeah. just a fun... You're in a room in yeah. this skin-tight Velcro suit with balls all over <laughs> you. And there's there's a designated ball toucher we call him. Like oh, this guy would come and touch the balls after we did like a, a relatively violent scene to see if the balls weren't falling. Oh, off uh, uh, Brian Nelson, the uh, designated ball uh, uh, rearranger of uh, Bethesda Studios. I, I know the guy. Yeah, he, we went to school together. Oh, so you know you know a ball toucher. Yeah, yeah. So, you know he goes home, he, he goes home and tells, he goes home to his wife. He says, "Love, it happened. I've been made the official ball toucher." <laughs> It's just for some reason. I'm the ball toucher. I don't have to sweep chimneys anymore. Touch balls. That's right. So, um, Kyle I'm Card. Flick them and pinch them and pull them. Pinching, pulling. Name of your podcast. Um, but the ball toucher. Kyle Card confirmed for Mary Poppins three. The the game. He's gonna play Dick Van Dyke's great grandson. That'd be lovely. Motion captured Dick Van Dyke. But um. That in itself, I mean, that, that is just, my God, motion capture. Yeah. Oh, that's right. fun. Regardless, my friend, mm. uh, a day in the life of Kyle Card on the soundstage, go for any soundstage. It could be any soundstage. Well, what soundstage would you like to hear? I mean, like uh, like you mentioned before, media hopping, I've been on many different soundstages. True, 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 true. So maybe we'll, we'll whiff because it's only interactive. Actually. Yo, can, can I actually, in the middle of the show, sure. may, may, I, may I venture to guess and offer to come back onto the show we'll do skype whatever oh my god anytime I'd love, to be, I'd love to be one of your regulars i'll right, put it out done fantastic I, i'll be on weekly if i can oh sure hopefully i have projects that i can talk about i'm, I'm gonna be that gently politely but then again friends also when they this is gonna be the thing where i'm just okay, i have an italian side of it let's do this I'm gonna be which means follow which means do it just do this um, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying you need to get your podcast started and I'm gonna be that guy who's gonna be like you know what podcast too, oh really podcast. okay fantastic oh, I'll do my dude my dude I'll sort out the art such an eloquent speaker how could I not have you on my podcast beyond kind now it's too much sorry too kind sorry I threw up my British barrier. Man, okay, so Kyle is downing his fourth or fifth little cup of tea. How do you take so much caffeine, oh, Mr. Carbs? Well, it's... to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of caffeine out here. I actually mm -hmm. drank a, a coffee on the way here. Yeah. Because it's one of my little hacks to um, control appetite because caffeine and coffee apparently has like an appetite suppressant factor to it, which I use sometimes when I'm intermittently fasting, which could mm -hmm. contribute to the uh, anti-aging that indeed, you spoke about. Are. But um, I'm going to look into it. It's actually yeah. because I, out of nowhere, I just tried something, but yeah, please continue. Don't get, don't get too caffeined out because oh, I was yeah. feeling 
I'm getting a, bit, a little bit jittery. I was, this I was. mate cha has a lot more caffeine yeah. than I was expecting. So. I was feeling it in my earlobes before. I was like, oh, crazy. Ah, crunch, crunch, crunch. You know that Natalie Portman doesn't have earlobes? Fucking mind blown. She goes straight. It's straight there. No, no, no dangle. No dangle card. She has no dangle. No dangle. That, that beauty has no lobe. Oh <laughs> the lobeless. Lobeless. Radiohead's new now, album. Now every time I see Natalie Portman, I'm gonna look right at her ear. She should be like, ah, Natalie, lobeless, right, right. It's like, oh, she's she's lobeless. <laughs> Honestly, she's like a lobeless. muggle. <laughs> she's That's lobeless. Right. Get away. Get Impromptu gift giving. We're gonna do this on the air. Oh. Mr. Card, please accept. Just in, in any order you'd like, you can take... Actually, we'll leave this one till last. Okay. Right here. Now, some of this, obviously, because of one of the projects he's tied into, he can't directly reference what he's looking at, but he will, obviously, in his own NDA-tastic way, not, obviously, call out particular elements. So, first of all, that one comes at the end. What do you think of this thing, which at one point I'll be able to say that we did talk about at one point in the future... There you oh go. my god, that's, that is amazing. <laughs> <Did you get? laughs> Thank you so much. My god. Yeah, I appreciate it. You are talented. Oh, shut up, man. Um, shout out to you. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, I'm not much of a frame buyer, but I'm going to buy a frame for this because this is going on this. Appreciate table. it. So for our listeners, it says a card for Mr. Card because I am the bottom feeder of the i mean i try to be as like try and you know vibe creatively with puns and stuff so mm-hmm. a card for mr card there's a low-hanging fruit uh, but then i had the pun had to be done underneath the pun had to be done it had to be done and this this will go on the social media webs when it can oh, dude absolutely fantastic oh my goodness second of all my, my dude God. in symbolism of something thrown <laughs> something to come back to throw it again didn't. back onto the show absolutely i'm gonna share something <laughs> with you okay. which really you know, solidifies that we are indeed kindred spirits. My dude. When I was young, I had a bit of a fetishism okay. for Australia. Oh, really? Welcome anytime. I used to talk about going on walkabout in the outback oh, and catch myself a wallaby. you got a pretty yeah. fucking good yeah. accent, yeah, mate. Yeah, That's no, right. Pop boomerang, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But cool. I always wanted to go to Australia. Mm-hmm. always wanted to have an Australian accent. And well, Canada, wanted... the Commonwealth, you know? Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But most of all, I always wanted a boomerang. Dude. So you have, you have gifted me a boomerang there and one, made one of my dreams come true, Aww, so thank you. Dude. Right, yeah. Actually, we're bringing it in. Bring it in. Put it up. My dude. All right, all right. So that is only part two of our My gifts. God, that is beautiful. Thank the, you. Now, if you think the dagginess is over, it is not, Mr. Cobbs. It is not. For You should open your gift. I shall. Okay, okay. Like you okay well, you know. Tell me about it. Guest first, guest first. There you go. That's for you. <laughs> Am I right? Oh! oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that is great. I wanted to get higher quality print. I'm actually still open to you. You have two choices. One, you can sign this for me if you want. You don't have to. Okay. And I can send you, I'm going to send you a whole fully done, because I send out certificates at the end of every year. They're called oh. Testaments of Amelioration. Okay. Uh, that we, we're giving them out to a whole bunch of people. I'm going to send one to you as well. Right. People who are, I guess, everything I've written, I wanna, don't want to repeat myself, is people who are on the forefront, not just of like the interactive medium, but of like art. And like the idea that we are, we are such multifaceted, inherently multifaceted people. Yeah. And people exploring that, and games, again, choice, a choice can lead everywhere. There's, like you are a, um, uh, like a web. Like you can just go into all kinds of directions. Some people choose, like we all, 
all have that inherently in us to do that. And a lot of people choose not to. They choose one defined path. Mm-hmm. You've chosen to have this beautiful multi-spectrum way, not just with your work, but with your way of being as a person. We like to just recognize that. So in the kindredness, but also I'll send you, I want to send you a proper nice full print. But I had to Thank put, but like, I, I mean, to dig it? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I it's, dig it. Kind of, <laughs> cool. All right. Cannot talk about the photo, obviously, but uh, the subtitle is, yeah. Yeah. Yes, but yes, yes. Yeah. fantastic. Okay, well, so here we go. So that's that. That is fabulous. And now this one's just from me personally. Um, yeah, I'm just unwrapping it with one hand with the skill of someone who has only one hand. My dude, is skilled, so indeed. If you care, you'd like to open that. It's uh, one no, of my, is this the right side? Yeah, up? that's the right side. Okay. This is one of my abstracts for you, my dude. Called natural forces, and I vibe with natural like things again. It's things that uh, nature likes to put together. People That's put, dope. yeah, oh, dude, I appreciate it. It's uh, it's it's this guy here, actually. You know, it's on my right arm. You can see the little, yeah. So I only give you this to particular, take shirt off oh, dude, my dude. Hey, buddy. Um, wow, so I only give this one out to like the the kindreds of the world for show. Goodness. So anything, it got a bit scuffed on the way. To, to Japan, yeah, that but just then, adds character to it. Gotta frame this one too. Oh, brah! Get out of here. Appreciate it, man. Family frame. So that's you, man. Thank you so much. Too easy. Fantastic. Oh, you're very welcome. Very welcome. All right. Well, let, I'll do it. Two kinds. Uh, yes. Well, I will be. Oh, the the bane of all podcast audio. If you could hold that. Of course. I have to open it in a way that doesn't get people to just immediately pause the episode. You know, just take this over yeah. here. Oh, he knows it already. Again, you've been a podcaster for a long time. Have I? Yeah. Audio can be like, like, hey, karaoke, <laughs> bar, best place to record. Okay. I've done my research. My dude, what is this? <laughs> okay, so oh. you're in Japan, so I figured you might want to try some traditional Japanese sweets. And there is a a lovely traditional Jap- fourth generation Japanese sweets um, shop in the city I live in, Machida, called Nakanoya. Oh. And I'm very close with them, so I went to get their wares because uh, I recommend them to anyone, really. So I got you oh. some different types of uh, Bring it Japanese in. sweets. Thank you, really appreciate that that's incredible i'm gonna nosh on that later i am still like i haven't actually i fell asleep in the foyer of the global hotel and they were just like very politely they were like if you like your chickens at 5 p.m so you can come by later it's like yes i will go on a walk to wake myself up you know so the 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 energy from this will be good but i appreciate that dude and and he was so listeners so sweetly wrapped uh with the like clover i i'll see the the photos are gonna be um, ones that you can um you can eat it'll last for a couple of days because I, I don't know if you'd want to eat them all. Oh, I appreciate it, dude. Digging it. All right. Well, little diverticular. I'm loving the word diverticular. It's it's another word for tangent. I found it. I'm diverticular. Okay. Diverticular. Shout out to um, Bonfire Side Chat, who uh, they do proper, as they call them, like lore throughs, walkthroughs of like games. They, they they slow things down. Also, extremely non sequitur. They love their Tim and Eric. They mm-hmm. love their space ghosts and stuff. But the heart of them is kindred, like vibes with um, kindred, uh, interactive artistry, which is. Uh, you know, go into these really like we. It, it's very. It is very separate from what most channels do. Most channels try to keep their videos to a certain length. Yes. May I please say, as like person who kind of knows what they're doing a little bit with the podcasting thing, I gotta say right off the bat, give zero fucks about like whatever. Like what's likeliest. Like don't don't like look up how to do. Just like because they'll say, oh, recommended YouTube link. But if you have a, you'll find your people. Yes. If 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 anything, you know, we talked about this medium being, I really feel like, uh, and I'll, I know there are people like, geez, look at this guy talking about games like they're like fucking the reason for me is like, well, again, you know, 
we are inescapably subjective people, but with me, when I think about choices and like what defines being alive and like what defines art and like what is closest to life is art games, you know? Um, what, what, what do you see yeah. at every, all corners of the world? And everyone has a smartphone and when everyone's sitting at the bus stop, they're playing a game on their phone. There you go. I mean, what did the apes start doing when the brains start evolving and start doing simple puzzles? And it's play. It's all games play. Yeah, all exactly. of the fitness apps nowadays, they've been gamified. Yeah, uh, a lot of game, a lot of um, workplace induction things are like, oh, you know, they send you the, the little online form and they give you like little trophies for just like, thank you for completing this module. So it's it's inherent. How do they start teaching language in school? Games. Games, though. It's not like they're throwing them a textbook and say, go at it. Yeah. You know? And that's right. That's right. Indeed. Yes. So it's it's all games. Life is a game. Life is a game. And one big old game where our choices affect the outcome. Yeah, dude. You choose your own adventure. Dude, I'm gonna get Mr. Kalakai to sign off. We're not completely done. I'll maybe do a bit of creative editing, but dude, like you know how to like, you done any like narration for stuff at all? Or? Sometimes, but yeah, not as cool. much as I'd like. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. That's so cool. Awesome. Well, we're going. We're coming up to the one in fifteen, man. Can I? Like, I'm happy to riff even further if you're I'm, if you're, I'm you're good for, down it. for riffing. Yeah, riffing. I, I okay. Have no time limit. I, I'm supposed to work tomorrow. Oh, really? I'm supposed to. Okay. And then they cancel the shoot. It's like, oh, we can't. Uh, okay. the connection to the scene doesn't work, so you don't have to okay. work tomorrow. Like, oh. Is that the drama thing? Just cut out my damn income. <laughs> I don't pay my fucking bills. My, my bills. Just get home, Yo, punching bag. What's uh, she gonna be upset? You know, she gonna say, she gonna say. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, Red Dead Redemption. We have to play that. Oh, That's gonna be fun. That's a great game. And yeah. See, um, yeah. I'm gonna go on a tangent here. Yes. Just, I'll tell you a little story go. about like about manifestations. Okay. I've been I've been meeting a lot of people that talk about you gotta manifest things in your life and. Mm -hmm. I managed to manifest a PlayStation 4. Oh, hell okay. yeah. So I've okay, been, I'm going to just place this yes, right please, here for now. Please, I'm going to go off of my tangent here. Please do. I, like I said, I've been purposely kind of stepping away from gaming. I haven't been in, into the next-gen consoles like the PS4 or the Xbox, mm -hmm. even though I've wanted one for the longest time and trying to justify buying it. But then i just been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But I told myself... As a future goal, when the new God of War comes out, I'm oh, getting a PS4. Like, yes. I just put that out in the ether. I'm just like, okay, I'm. It has to be done because yes. God of War. I'm. Yes. My God, it just okay, it does it for me. Yeah, for so sure. I was like, new God of War. When I first saw that that trailer at E3 last yeah. year, or so like, oh, I was like, oh my God. How far are you in, if I may ask? Well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll, oh, please just, do. I'll get into that. Please um, do go ahead. So um, so. I wanted to get a PS4, mm -hmm. and, but I could not justify buying one. Okay. So I was like, hmm, then I started justifying it. Maybe if I started to do Twitch, I okay. can like kind of commodify my game. I'll, I'll like, I'll leverage it. Like okay. I'll play games, but it's, it's still kind of work. So yeah, yeah, my yeah. agency can't get on my butt, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just put it out in the ether and just, um, I managed to come up and get like someone gifted me a, uh, PS4, a, oh, a, a oh, used okay. one. Well, that is very kind. Uh, shout out discussion. to, do you, are they someone who wants to be named at all? You want to shout them out on the show? Well, I, I won't specifically get a shout out just because <laughs> I'm not sure he wants the people to know, but, yeah. um, we, we were in discussion he had recently purchased an HD oh. PS4 and he kept telling me, Oh, you're thinking about buying a PS4? You should yeah. get the HD and like yeah. the, well, the the PS4 Pro. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, really, yeah it's pretty. It's pretty. He's yeah. like, yeah, I don't need that. He's like, yeah. yeah, it's better. It's better. So, but like we we're in conversation. Like, so does that mean you have the previous ones? Like, yeah, yeah, I upgraded. It's like, well, what did you do with it? And it's like, I think it's just sitting in my house. I'm like, dude, 
God. Dude, like, like, yeah, no, I'll just give it to you. It's like, Booyah. thanks, bro. Booyah. So I manifested this PS4, and then I went out and I bought God of War, and I got a PS camera. My dude. And then I went to Twitch. Okay. I set up my, my, my new PS, um, PSN, we'll all that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, okay, we're doing this. It's mm-hmm. going. And then the PS4 told me that I shall not pass. Oh, no. Your internet connection is too weak. <laughs> no. Just, it's like you know the bane of all Australians, but you're all the way over here in Japan. Exactly. Oh, so I have goodness. to do some sort of internet alchemy okay. to get that to happen. So to answer your question, yes. God of War is sitting on my shelf, still in its no. pristine wrap, but I have not cracked it yet. Oh, dear. It's a damn crime. It is a damn crime. So that's uh, where I stand right now. This is to be continued, listeners. Whatever we can do on our end, we'll, I don't know. Like, what can we do? So you don't have the pro. No, no, no. Okay, well, this we are launching it the GoFundMe campaign now. <laughs> That's I cool. I think the problem is I need to get some sort of LAN connection from my internet. Like it's Wi-Fi, yeah. it's not a direct cable, so I have to somehow do some yeah. alchemy to get a new That's cool. a new unit up in my room and then connect it directly. And that's so I yeah. have to do it, but I know this is a complete tangent, but that's that, my dude, no, dig into it. That's cool. <laughs> it's like so many things, serendipitous things happening. Like this is happening, it's happening. Then all of a sudden, boom, it's like oh, yeah. obstacle. I'm like, oh, this is life. This is a game. This See, is there you go. It's the boss. It's a level boss. It's true. It's true. Um, I had this uh, moment earlier, actually. You know, By the way, we're broadcasting from Gotanda, which is like beautiful gardens everywhere and just like so green and do you come out here very often to this particular district at all um, tokyo close to this area i mean i don't necessarily come to gotanda but it's very close to like you know meguro and there's yeah. a nice river in meguro and i, I yeah. go to that sometimes during sakura season yeah. things like that cool shibuya is close by i'm there often so yeah in this general vicinity mm. had a very similar thing uh in a different way it's just that the idea of just like life being games and games imitating art like life or whatever um so i'm heading towards just wherever I'm just like, oh, I have some time to kill to try and stay awake to make sure that I'm not just like <laughs> in, a, in a drooling pile uh, as like a grizzled interviewer dude in like um, uh, the, yeah, the hotel cabin. And so I just find this, like I see up ahead, I'll just big, beautiful, I'll show you photos of it later because you'll see um, and I'll be able to recall later, maybe put it in the episode description like where it is because it's so beautiful. Um, I just just had a moment, a pure video game moment of I see this kind of shrine, beautiful with the statues and everything, but immediately to my right, right before it, there's like this tiny little pathway. Out of nowhere, it no. honestly feels like Narnia-esque. It was crazy and it was, or, or like um, Princess Mononoke-esque, you know? Like, I just felt like the kind of Japanese spirits kind of uh, legendary Indeed, like yes. And I, I kid <laughs> you not, you'll see photos, I'll post them to the Instagram and everything. So I go and I follow this thing and I'm like, oh, where does this lead? And it's just a pure out of nowhere little forest path. It's like the whole world disappeared. And I go into this thing and it's like a very steep climb. And I'm like, this is out of nowhere. I'm just like saying, this is my vibe. This is, I, I, I dig this. And I go up and I appear from behind these shrines, which is like this, this beautiful shrine top. But again, I'm just like going through like freaking Shigeru Miyamoto from like his childhood. He talks about this. He's like, this is what made me want to start creating Zelda. It's like I, as a boy, I would run around and like, oh, Osaka prefecture and I would find little like nooks and little like streams and little bushes, little bushes exactly bushes. exactly and I was a pyromaniac and he was arrested and everything I'm kidding <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and so in prison that's when I came up with Zelda no no he came up with Zelda yeah because of these moments and he goes and he pops up and it is this you all I'll show you photos later it's just like um so it actually leads to a full-on beautiful temple and I look down and 
a gigantic grand staircase leads all the way up. So that's the main thoroughfare. But I took the side quest route. I took the, oh, I would have found a few items there. And at the, at the, uh, as, a, as a little diverticular, there is a, I kid you not, there's like the, a portal. There's like, you, you, you'll, you'll turn a corner and there is this big rock face that is like about the size of like a hobbit hole. And it's just flat rock. And I was like, just open already. Like, let's do this. And I heard it. I heard the ping of like, bling, like new area discovered, you know? So, so yeah, oh, that was, uh, please, if we could have that rendition again of new area discovered. Amazing. So, there you go. Who would have thought that a Canadian and an Australian in Gotanda would be harmonizing Zelda Discovery sounds? Exactly. Come to Australia, bro. I, I, I went last year, but I'd like to um, go again. Okay, cool. You got pals there? I do, I do. Oh, yeah, then there's Albert. Too. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I knew he'd be fucking doing that. I knew this. And the friendship was so real for such a brief moment. And now we're back to being strangers. So All around me are familiar faces. Hey, we are Cairns. we are about to move to Cairns. What? Cairns, the, you're Cairns, spooking Cairns. me out, Mian. Are you like one of those internet people that do research and stuff? Because you're scaring me right now, man. No, 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 no. Cairns, Cairns. Cairns. Just don't get um, eaten by the ocean crops. It's, it's some crazy literally shit. seventeen foot long. No, that's not, I, I threw that number out there, listeners, but that's kind of close. That was, that, that was the biggest thing that shocked me. I go down to the beach and then I see a sign, beware of crocs. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's ocean crocs? They eat. They ate all the sharks and now it's just crocs in the ocean now. It's croc shark. <laughs> croc crocs, ocean. Crocs. That's Kyle's next project, uh, premiering 2019, croc ocean. It's going to be, it's going <laughs> to, and the, the tagline is Sharknado who? Sharknado what? Like it's about. Croc-nami. <laughs> Croc-nami. <laughs> I think it. You've seen tsunami. You've seen crocodile. Now you see crocodile. 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 Desio. So desio is emphasis, and desne is emphasis as well. It's like agreement. Agreement. Desne. So desne. Ah, ah, so. Okay. You you like you like your Saturday Night Live by any chance? Saturday Night Live. You, you, no, it's fantastic. That's cool. We are gonna have to go through troll through because now we've discovered like the cave of just like all the things who knows again the whole cans thing spooked me out because of all the places you could have visited like we i was riffing with ray yesterday oh. but like we're, we're thinking of that because it's just so much warmer uh canberra at the moment it's pretty dreary it's very um very tarkovsky lots of overcast skies and melbourne as beautiful as it is which i but you could be a melbourneite honestly and you'll see listeners on the instagram that this dude i'll Believe me, I'll, I'll make sure to have it fully covered. Like down to the shoes, you'll see. Like you're you're like the the typical uh, early thirties, late twenties Melbourneite, and now he's making a grimacing yeah. face of yes. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Kyle over the chameleon. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. yeah actually, mate, you got a pretty good Australian accent there, mate. It's really good. Well, I have to be honest, though, to his credit, I co- I've recently I've been copying my friend Ryan's okay. voice. He's got cool. a very deep, guttural, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, so <laughs> All right, so um, now I'm going to give you some, I'm going to uh, give you some sugar for fucking, I love Canada, man. I love, I, <laughs> I say I love Canada. He's like, I love sugar. So you talk about maple syrup, man. <laughs> You can have you can have kittens in the oven, but that don't make them biscuits. <laughs> Where's that from? Instant challenge. Uh, if you get this, then you literally are my brother. Actually, wait, though. Wait, 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 wait. 
wait, wait. You know what? I've been here too long. Let's go, Frasier. Oh, Christmas. Okay. Let's go. Good Eric was Frasier. already a brother. It's all good. Seriously. Um. And now, okay. Well, that leads us to you know. We, Oh baby, yeah. How? No, that's cool. What I'm gonna say, like, why that is such a jazzy thing? It's there's no and no one told you life was gonna be this way. Kyle just to full, full went full thirties gangster. What are you talking about? Eh? We gotta finish this interview, eh? Yeah, um, why was it so memorable? Even though it's like free. See, actually, a good little see. I like to to tie things out into the wider themes. Frasier, did it give a fuck? No. Hey, we're a spinoff. We're a spinoff from Cheers. We're not gonna carry. And you know what? It is a spinoff from Cheers. No, it it carried no spinoff vibe. Countless spinoffs have failed. And, like, and just had that, ooh, like Joey from Friends, like, ooh. Frasier eclipsed its original mm-hmm. thing, third spit, eclipsed its original freaking, oh, really cool, and I'm getting stealthier. And the theme song doesn't give it, it's, a free, it's pure jazz, mm-hmm. and, that, and yet people still know how to quote it and everything. The premise is just like, oh, psychologists? This is in the 90s when everyone is was in like Dawson Creek mode. It did not give a fuck. And we now celebrate, and I consider it to be one of the best series of all time, Frasier. So articulate, so beautiful. They managed to strike that balance. So like l- like life belongs to the no fucks givers. All right. Would you, what would you say to that? I, I, can, I can vibe with that. Good I point. Yeah. I you really have to decide in life which fucks to give yeah. and which fucks not to give. Yeah. And um, I think there's even a book about that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll do up a quote little thing with the. Yeah, is there a book about that? Yeah, it's like what, what the hell does the name of the book? Uh, something about giving no fucks. Giving no fucks. Um, Jared, uh, I got to shout out Jared Petty from Kind of Funny. He's uh, you'll be on their show at one point, I'm sure. When things start to happen with certain things we can't talk about. Um, yeah, Greg Miller, you know those guys, the podcast guys from like IGN and stuff. No, he has a Winnie the Pooh because he is Winnie the Pooh as a person. He has, he has no bothers given. <laughs> which is no, just because no, 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 he's all like oh bother um, bother yourself yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, accent that you slide into uh, this, is, this is hot seat questions now yeah you know you like to have uh, hot seat questions what's the accent you slide into the easiest yeah uh, that isn't your own obviously yeah. it seems to be this British thing you're not getting it's very very haughty I, I quite like it Quite sure. I think maybe it's this accent. Just talk like this all the time. I know it's a bastardization of some sort. You know, Clive. You know, Clive from last week. You know, Clive, we, were, we were playing uh, Conquers or whatever. So he and G- in Ginny, apparently, uh, they've changed. They've swapped genders. Swapped genders. That's, That's right. Absolutely absurd. I, I know. I know. But they said it was like a relationship strengthening thing that they, you know, that oh well, you're a woman, I'm a man. Let's see if this, we can make this work. But let me tell you something. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You're talking about men and women doing the thing because yes. I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, why not? It is not funny. But, but Sergei, copulation me? necessary for life to have Fla- copulation. Vladimir, you need, you need, okay, okay, need okay, to stop talking. Sergei, talk to me this way. You, are, you will not respect what I okay, say. Okay, I don't, I don't like how you talk to me. Because I, I will call Sasha the slasher. He will, he will, he will take care Sasha, I, I killed you. him yesterday. You have to get new friend. Why you, you have new friend? I, I killed Slasher because he wrote to my mother the other day. Yeah, That's right. Uh, tell your mother where to go. <laughs> there, there you go. Oh, there we go. Honestly, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 let's go. Let's get one more accent in there. 
Too much British. We, we have to. Um, can you give us anything from Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Here we got there. Oh, oh, oh. Igrit. <laughs> That's it. Job's done. I got some world crowd too. Job up. All right. Uh, okay. Let's think of another hot seat question, my dude. Um, what is your uh? See, I'm I'm already just like back into like vibe talk, but let's I'll 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 give it an extra go. So yeah, here we go. Okay. So what is your good? Uh, the editing is real. Uh, guilty pleasure? Anything? Music? Activity? TV? What is it? I am a chocolate whore. There you go. A filthy, filthy, unapologetic whore for go. chocolate. If there's chocolate, I will eat it. Oh, yeah. Regardless if I'm dieting or not, I'll find a way to make it work. Done. I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe I have some sort of sickness that requires me to eat chocolate to live. Do you like Tim Tams from Australia? I do indeed. Okay. There you go. Another another layer of the kindredness cake. Kindredness cake things, has been added. Things will kill you, but they're delicious. Yeah. Um... Yeah, chocolate, definitely a guilty pleasure. Um, What else do I, so in terms of action, uh, guilty pleasure. I'm just going to throw it out there, Beastie Boys. You like them, Beastie Boys, boy? Yeah. I, I used to enjoy the Beastie Boys back in the day. Yeah. I did, I did. When I wasn't an idiot! <laughs> exactly. Nah, man, shout out to the Beastie Boys. I actually love them so much. Can you do any Beastie Boy voices? I cannot. I cannot. That's that cool. is not in my skill set. That's cool. All right. Okay, favorite thing about... um. Japanese culture. Mm. So that, that's a difficult one. I think there's an element to Japanese culture which they it it's it's so uplifting for the culture, but it can also be a hindrance in some cases, where they have this concept of gaman, gaman. which is like it's kind of endurance. Oh, okay, cool. And like. Not not endurance, like you know, like a marathon, yeah, but like to endure something. Um, oh, you mean to bubble up in unhealthy emotions? <laughs> yeah, what was that? Yes, and they will just endure. But that is a good thing, and they'll bottle it up, and they'll just it'll basically strive through something, and like mm. it's it's quite noble, and um, I can resonate with that and respectful. But in some cases, like you said, there is some unnecessary bottling up of certain yeah. things when things that you could have just fixed something by being yeah. more open about something there's yeah. this there's this block that's put In, up just, internalization just, yeah. you know, just internalizing yeah. emotions and certain things and see uh, see that's a perfect it example work, yeah. it's, it works both ways it's a double-edged sword it's very virtuous uh, yeah, as you said to, to minimize the dramatization uh, for, for, and I was actually I was looking at my tips they're like yeah you know Japanese generally it's not about like kicking up a stink it's like oh just smiling and moving on which yeah. there is some merit to but at the, on the other side those like those emotions need to go somewhere otherwise and that's the thing they often do I mean because the, all that's bottled up and they, they, they do that gum on that that's why the society in itself is so orderly but then you have some really kind of off the wall kind of behaviors that sprout up. You get like these kind of scary, like, Oof. like things in the news that oh, happen that people do, and yeah. just they're just letting out that that bottled upness and, and that no aggression. Out, the like, no outlet. Is, yeah, no outlet exactly. And just some yeah. terrible things happen as a result. I, mean, I don't think that's a result of the, the society itself, but just the lack of an outlet and just the lack of potentially having a voice. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of people in this culture that don't have a voice and they haven't found a way to express it. I mean, they can't, and they, they can't, they don't have the, the courage to, I mean, there's so many people that they get into media 
and they have a voice and they voice their opinion because they're in that position. But there's so many, like you could say, people that aren't in that position and they just, they look upon those people as different and they could never be like that. They could never be that honest. They could never be that bold. And, and the an truth is they have that within them. Exactly. They, it's, they all have that within them. They all have that power, but they just, they don't know they have it. They're so powerless and they just, they implode. And yeah, yeah. they're jumping in front of trains, or they're it's the stabbing up thing. daycares, or like there's some crazy shit that's happening. It's yeah. like it's not like this isn't happening in other countries, but there's some really disturbing stuff that happens here. Sometimes it's really, I'm like, whoa. I mean, all whoa. giant dramatic acts of either harm to self or harm to others tend to really only usually be the result of an extended period of like self-narration mm. um, to commit atrocities to i i say i i call it like the line that mm. is crossed with and i i i put it at things like murder uh, even cheating on someone mm. um uh you know like character assassination mm. uh, any of these things this like it's all within the spectrum of like the line being crossed mm. and the way that i've found um that like you can just it's just open up the dialogue with the self because again if you go unchallenged in here and you see curiosity is such a bulwark against uh mania and mm. against negative um self-perpetuating patterns because curiosity means oh but here, what about another angle i could come at is that it's this yeah. this fresh face died this this um uh not naive uh, it's just purely like again multi multifaceted it allows yeah. you to come at something from another angle and another analogy i have is if someone if a sculptor sculpted from just one angle it would mm. look pretty fucked up pretty pretty messed up oh definitely to make it great analogy to make it strong to make it true to life to make it real you need to touch the other angles you need to like sculpt you know you definitely do and that's just the um the yeah. mindset that can really be prominent here in some cases where it's just it's the one angle one this angle. is the way it's it always has been this is the way it's always got to be this is the culture this is the japanese way and there's some people that just really are sticklers for that and i feel they're whether well it has its positive points but they're also prisoners in their own dogma yeah so yeah you know, what are you gonna do i don't know what what the appropriate path is but when you start seeing some again what did i say it starts with the self resonating yeah. people again their walls are down either when playing a game uh watching a film i really think and this is it's funny like ray talks about this with her she has you know the, the self-help communities and yeah. the coaching communities She's always said, my refrain is like, art has always spoken to me more. Because art, you are experiencing it in a way where your barriers are down. And James Cameron talked about this too. He's like, if I put out a movie about the Amazon, no one would care. Literally, like, it would just be a documentary, some plight, some angle of that. Uh, people's walls are up. It's like, don't preach to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, they go into this thing primed to have this thing where they're rejecting because it is presenting too, it's too direct of a truth, mm. you know? He said, so I've made Avatar, and that is a parable, it is a metaphor, it is a payan, or rather like a, yeah, like a, a representation of that idea in a fantasticalized way, where the walls drop away, the presumptions drop away, the, the walls go down, and that is where real connection can happen. So, and, and Ray echoes this, is like, it's funny, I, I'm in this technically in this space but i'm not of it i am i resonate more with artists mm. i resonate more with speaking in in these phrases where i may be taking things from either film or a game or something you know um and uh, like it's funny so for these people that again we talk about you know getting all how self-sabotaging you can be to get cut up in your head mm. I, I don't want to sound controversial here a, a lot of the times it might not even be about finding 
like obviously when you're at a, a late stage of it yes you need immediate help with like some of the psychiatric help and stuff but you'd be surprised by listening to a Kyle Card game oh sorry a Kyle Card uh, podcast or playing a Kyle Card game because again the Kyle Card seal of just like I know that you're true to yourself you resonate with you make things that resonate with you if you if you have your walls down you're experiencing this thing I've had, I've had moments on podcasts where I've been like holy crap I didn't I didn't I had my walls down you said something someone on some podcast like really connected and I'm sure a few folks here and in jumping into the matter of this have heard some of what you've said connected with that and thought because hey I, I only really just started listening to a podcast I wasn't expecting mm. that trickles in because the walls are down yeah, so yeah. art art allows the walls to come down and ironically the thing that people most associate with distraction like oh media blah, blah blah it can actually be the most healing thing that is how these people I feel it's putting out healing art in that way not in that kind of hippy dippy kind of way of like chakras and because some people throw barriers up to those it's like totally in the most kindred way i feel that that's what you're a part of is uh, putting out these little again it's these little changes like when you're driving you don't make these big these mm. little adjustments and uh the more media of any kind podcast film that have the cards of the world in them it's healing 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 people opening up talking to themselves developing dialogues and soon enough, we won't even need psychiatrists anymore. I know people are laughing right now, but I, I really believe that's this an is... ideal world, and I definitely strive to be a part of that movement. I mean, I definitely want to be part of healing the world, and I don't want that to sound like I condescending, like "oh, I'm so." Can you believe that we have to now. add that qualifier? We have to add that disclaimer. But well, no, I, I, I have no qualification. I have nothing. I'm, I have my my hangups and my my old self sabotage, and I'm in in itself a broken person. But yeah. I am constantly trying to fix myself and finding individuals to help me fix myself and like, yeah. to point out holes in my armor yeah and trying That's to fill those holes on, on like a, on a daily thing and the, i think the first step is realizing that you're what well, you're you are perfect but you can be you can be always better that's that good to great thing yeah like just but realize that you do have flaws yeah even though you're perfect obviously yeah and then yeah there's there's beauty in imperfection yeah. and you can use what you have and you can you can always grow there's there's never like a state where you can never stop growing i mean you can hit rock bottom you can still grow i mean if you're not growing you're dead exactly is the idea if a plant and like, the plant is like a yeah. plant never stops growing you know we never stop growing never so. until until we're dead and that means you still have still got like chips in the game you're ready to go chips like, to game stories to experience stories to tell you know to quote one of the most inspirational men that i've ever you know listened to or followed on social media ct fletcher yeah if you ever heard of him it's still your motherfucking set like uh, still alive yeah, yeah. you know you know he's he's in, like you know, getting a heart surgery right now and he's, yeah. he's still is set you know he's still going i mean exactly those words resonate with me like you're still alive it's, it's, it's you still got this you're still in the game so, you still got a life left you know you, you got to keep going stories to, uh, okay i'm announcing it here i i'm just putting my hand on either of his shoulders one i'm dating you your show is called stories kyle card stories to tell stories to tell st sounds sexy i dig it you know i dig it because then every day because every you know i'm you know again going in line with that poetry i can't remember who it was but or i may have riffed or scrolled, scrolled it down but the idea of everything being having a beginning middle and end every breath is like and so then everything is a microcosm of the day, the sun going up, sun going down. Yes. Everything is a story. Every movement, oh, I've raised my hand and I put it back down. Everything is a story, you know? So that's a way where, especially when you have a show uh, where it's like, oh, how do I have a descriptor for something where I am kind of going between subjects, you know? Um, that is, I feel, in the truest way. It's, it's just life is 
unexpected life has a lot of a lot of tangents and yeah, so why not celebrate that tangents. and and then why and stop chastising ourselves for taking those there's directionlessness mm. uh and uh procrastination uh, which are the again the extremes the negatives yes but the 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 real true balanced sort of way of life i feel that is just like oh wow you weren't expecting to run into your neighbor like you just wave to them oh a car mm. like there's no way you can predict what comes next so in that in many ways it's just life is just a collection of tangents so i like that you honor that it's just like just like like it honors our conversation here i mean we have no linear no path here we're just all over the place and that's life i mean like i was waiting for you outside of this place and i (laughs) met a a saxophone player that i worked with before complete randomness yeah Um, that was actually meticulously researched i uh, spent a number of months researching and finding the said gentleman i Paid him not to say that he knew me. It all went off without a hitch, and now I've just spoiled it. Sorry. He was a great actor. He didn't even look you in the eye. He just gave you the nod and just like, come to He was on his way. That's right. That's right. I paid him a good sum, and I did. I, I'm not. I'm not proud of what I did, but. Yeah, he seems proud of his work. Oh. Quite happy. Okay. Mr. Calcard, we're coming up to almost two hours. I'm, I'm, I'm loving this, my friend. I'm loving this. Um, if you would kindly inform myself and the listeners, uh, what is ahead for you that you can talk about? Um, life-wise, career-wise, whatever. Well, um, I can tell you what I'm currently meshing with. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you about Tokyo Cowboys. Yes. Which okay. is a group I'm involved with. Um, we are a group of actors, uh, directors, cameramen, these t- types mm-hmm. of things who are really wanting to be expressive. Yeah. Like, um, for, I saw the website. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah, thank cool. you for checking that out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was started by my, my good friend, Christopher McCombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Las Vegas. And um, it all started with uh, him and one of his modeled friends, uh, Camilla. They wanted to just practice script reading and like uh, acting mm-hmm. just because there's not a lot of roles for us as foreigners in Japan right now yeah. just because just the way it is. Okay, you know? cool. So they're just expanding our own Mm-hmm. opportunity so to speak and just right. gradually and create that node oh there's no node out there we'll make our own and then build exactly. from that. It's, yeah, it's like be so good that they can't ignore you kind of mentality so yeah. we've just been right. gradually making bigger and bigger productions everyone's complete volunteer we would get our funding through like um, donations or you know crowdfunding that sort of thing or like um, money from uh, viewer views of okay. our pieces mm-hmm. and our most recent piece is the Benza the Benza, ah, yes. Which is about, uh, the Benza is a toilet seat in Japanese. Great. It's a, about 15 minutes short. Great. And it chronicles uh, two American roommates. Uh-huh. And then they wake up one morning and there's a crack in their toilet seat. Great. And after determining what a toilet seat is called in Japanese, they go on a quest to find and Which purchase is a toilet seat. such a great little, yeah. I, a little mini brackets here. So there's a film called, uh, in Italian, it's called uh, Tre Uomini e una Gamba, which is three mm-hmm. men and a leg. The whole premise is that something to do with some deceased person's prosthetic leg, and it's these three comedians, and they have to bring this prosthetic leg across <laughs> Italy to this wedding or something. Such a such a little twist of a funny thing of like, it could happen, your toilet could crack. Yeah. You, you, and you need to find a replacement for that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, um, but I, again, the inherent, the inherent uh, humor, I think, in like, how, how, how to ask, like, where do you find it? These awkward moments of, I'm sure you've had it with the listeners, like Google, you awkward, you Google something where it's like, even Google's like, what? <laughs> you know, I like that you captured that, man. Well, well, that's what we're basically going for. We're trying to like really show the, the Japanese experience as, as a foreigner. And we're also acting in Japanese. Okay. So two American guys 
the premise speaking Japanese to each other because there's there's this kind of stereotype that as actors from foreign countries that we don't speak Japanese we can't act in Japanese so we're really trying to break that paradigm yeah. by doing that we have other Japanese cast in it and we have our little adventures mm-hmm. and um, we've actually had some good reception so far we've mm-hmm. been uh, accepted to a Las Vegas um, film festival oh, yeah. uh, Vietnam uh, and a Japanese film festival it was actually called the the Unko okay. festival which means shit it's like, it's like <laughs> the shitty so film festival <laughs> and we actually um our viewing in Tokyo, we, we actually won the festival. Oh, get out of so, here. All right. So, again, that's my own hand. Thank you. But um, unfortunately, you can't see it online right now, but please. Uh, I did try to find, on. when I was looking up, like my, uh, so the, the Till Death. Yes. Uh, Till Death is online. You can yes. actually see some of our work. Um, we, we made an original musical uh, called Till Death. Mm-hmm. If you go to Tokyo Cowboys on YouTube, you mm-hmm. can find uh, the Till Death series. Nice. And we're currently releasing The Wheel, mm-hmm. which is another series about um, different lives on a uh, Ferris wheel. Yeah. So those are two things you can see, and some oh, other cool. trailers. But the Benza, we're currently doing the short film circuit, so that won't be up for a while. But if it comes to a film festival near you, by all means, please check it out. Absolutely. So we we're officially wrapping that. There'll be links to all of that in the description. Um, but also, I need to take my moment again. It's like Albert's daggy, daggy. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? That particular. I guess I'll use the word again. Um, the idea that uh, taking this experience, which again. It's, it, it, it would be an avenue that alternate dimension, Kyle Card, or your work, your person who founded it, what was his name? Uh, Christopher. Lebron. Christopher, yeah. Alternate dimension, they could have become dejected and said, well, this is look at and taken, taken a victimhood stance of just like, oh, well, you know, being a foreigner in Japan, difficult, blah, and done nothing with it. Mm-hmm. This is channeling that into what is, again, it's, there's no story that doesn't have that element of drama, you know? Exactly. Um, and we were talking about that drama before earlier. Um, channeling that, uh, and this is, again, it's a great little, um, and this is not scripted or anything. I haven't riffed with Kyle about this. I, I rarely take more than one of these. In, in the course of a show, I think I've taken four. The, the listeners are really rolling their eyes now. But the idea of just having that premise, uh, finding kindred people and saying, you know what, this, this, we didn't find a place where we could go and say, hey, we resonate with you. Let's make stuff in this vein. Wasn't out there. You sat and you, and you made it. You, you created uh, And I, I well, very much admire I really that. I want to uh, really convey to the listeners, if, if any time in life there is a you're in a situation where you feel you don't have a place that you belong and when there's you just feel that there's nothing there like you can create your own place you can create a place where you belong create that and home. that's what we're trying to do with tokyo cowboys creating that space with like-minded people like you said kindred spirits bringing together there's there's definitely there's always going to place where, where you belong there's definitely kindred spirits that will mesh with you don't give up find those people put yourself in the right headspace mm-hmm. and some serendipitous things are going to happen and those yeah. people will come to you. I mean, it just, just happens. Just don't give up. Get your head out of your ass. Oh, yeah. And just, I don't know, keep and it I positive. Will, oh, yeah. And I will alley you, my friend Kyle here with that and say, you know, sometimes you hear people say that on the show. It's like, oh, just do this. and But I'm going to give you the follow-up. So what you need to do is you get on this Reddit thing. I'm not, I'm, we are not sponsored by Reddit whatsoever. I've just said, like, give me a place where it's, you just type, literally, I said, you know, murdered by words earlier. There is a subreddit called Maps Without New Zealand. It is the most niche thing. And you can see whenever you go and you download the app as well, there's about 17,000 people in the world who are like, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of maps without New Zealand on them. It is the most obscure, potentially banal thing. But yeah, a lot of people create maps for like mugs and stuff. They just leave and New Zealand off. And so anytime, oh, and wow. whenever someone notices it, they post it to the Reddit. It's the most <laughs> niche thing, but there are 17,000 people in the world. 
who wow. are subscribed to it and about 200 roughly who are online at all times. So that is a community right there. Community right there. We did that with interactive artistry. Um, if you're in the same kind of space as Kyler's uh, active friends, you know, foreign in Japan, look. Just I'm sure it's out there. It's like, um, like it, it's usually in Reddit. It's reddit.com forward slash r forward slash. Um, you can be like actors in Japan, and it'll be there. You can just it's it's all kinds of things. Well, so I just want to put out a put out a word there. With, with Tokyo Calvas, are always looking for collaborators. We're always looking for we have an open door policy if people want to collaborate with us or you want to like have have your hand in one of our our pieces i mean by all means we're, we're open to conversation we're open to new additions so if you like camera people directors like actors yeah. like makeup artists like anyone really like yeah. we're just we just want to make good stuff and you'll have the solace of knowing that you're following and again daggy moment you're following your ultimate fucking truth you're not at a you're like maybe you do the desk thing the desk job whatever to get through nine to five whatever um you know pay the rent or whatever um it's the most like kyle really really uh, really um uh, encapsulates that and embodies it i'll say it. i'm not afraid to say it you embody it yeah he's puffed out his chest and everything living for what life is about living your truth living for what we as humans are on this planet to do um and so i it's gonna be that, that that negative voice out there that was like oh you need to do this you need to do that you need to have this car live in this house i mean it's every day especially in japan there's like you, you oh, get off yeah, the it's rail like on hard mode you're, oh you're god hard mode for sure like i am just getting bashed every day like about my life choices and what i do but you know what? i'm trying to be true to myself and i believe in the path i'm on and the people I've met and what I'm things that are just being birthed with all the yeah. collaborations and things that I'm experiencing. So and like, it, it's a long, hard road, but I think it leads to something genuine. There's, there's grace in the journey yeah. and it's all about the journey. I mean, I don't know what the destination is. I don't know where I'll end up and yeah. who knows? That's not for me to decide. That's I right. can maybe pick a direction and see where it goes. But like we said, there's tangents in life and yeah. take them as they come. Circumstances shouldn't dictate it. Um, I mean, there's that thing in nature. Again, nature was the first teacher. You know, diamonds, how they're formed because of pressure. Diamond in the rough, that's a phrase, you know? So not only in a situation like Carl's, again, using the kind of awkward third-person thing because you're right here, but, like, it's the idea that I'm, you know, just referring with you guys, the listeners, that, like, that was a situation where people could have taken that path of not, like, just feeling dejected, all that, but not only um, weathering, any kind of adversity, whether in maybe a conservative country where um, there are certain countries where it's just like, again, frowned upon. It's And you want to know my little theory? Here we go. Let's take a little, little diverticular into Albert's theory corner. So what it is, is society that um, when they see people really being free and expressing themselves, they get confronted with that and they project the immediate opposite. They You're, you're presenting these people with a vision of what they refuse to do and they resent that and they push that away they say please don't please don't be the embodiment and don't remind me of a choice that i decided not to make because i'm in the middle of my narrative right now anyone in like super uptight business suit you that's that's where that rejection comes from it's like because you are you are embodying what they've rejected so just had to say that for especially for people like artists and actors you'll face that narrative every day um take the color card path uh just channel it channel it into what you do you know it's it's a shaky path i'll, I'll admit it yeah. I, I have the self-doubt creeps in it's there but i don't know well the, the path that's traveled always the most worthwhile path yes it's like that that path you found at the temple i mean it was so much more worth it and the, the view was better i mean yeah, it's best to talk that's right. There's a little bit more struggle to get to the top, but once you're there, yeah, it's panoramic and beautiful. Oh yeah.
and again, you know, and, and going back to the theme of what Carl said, it wasn't like, it's so funny, we associate uh, finding that, I mean, you, you, in many ways, you know, with an ethos like what you've what you've described and exemplified, I feel a lot of people. I, we encounter this a lot of the time with Ray. A lot of people, they just their stamina for drama and like that huge getting caught up in like victimhood and all that sort of like that pretty like self obsessed narrative kind of parts that becomes their norm, mm. and the opposite is an effort for them. You know, it's there's the four stages of competency. You know, like if you need to, if you really do need to do like a 180 in life, like we go from unconscious competency to like not knowing that we're shit at it to conscious competency. Oh, I'm aware that I'm shit at it. And then there's conscious competency is like, I'm aware that I'm good at it. And then unconscious competency, which is, I'm not even aware of how fucking good I am at it. It's that's how to do a 180 on these things, right? And what basically happens is um, you might be in, in, in this space of, uh, and you might see recognize someone perhaps like a, because a lot of the times it's it's parents it's these people that have that special back access door to like pressing our buttons mm-hmm. and friends um like with with especially when there's something like that in, in a kind of creative pursuit and like that commenter for me as well you know and all the figures in, in your life as well car um it's just about undoing that narrative and recognizing that like they've made that their home and anything you do outside of your home is supposedly difficult and kyle talked about earlier um the idea that uh the path of least resistance the reason why it's least resistant for him is he it's he didn't just do that out of nowhere it's like he he began that process of like uh just being curious creating that um creating those avenues for yourself you know um and it's so funny like we say uh it's a a little bit tougher but it's not tough when you have made the actual like it it wasn't like again that that steep thing maybe for someone who'd like put on a whole bunch of weight maybe sadness weight or whatever they wouldn't have been able to take that path but for you and i you know or it's all these metaphors just serve to say that hard and like easy and hard can sometimes be relative terms because if you you know what i mean like if you um have cultivated yourself uh to a point where you know like as i have to say now where you have taken a path where you are now able to communicate to collaborate with some of the most uh, enduring like uh, historically significant creators as at one point i'll be able to discuss down the line uh, with kyle it's the reason what the reason why these sort of things open up is because you stopped believing. I mean, what's the Matrix analogy? It's just you just freed yourself from that. From that. Free your mind. Free your mind. So big, long, daggy uh, tangent from me. But um, what what do you reckon of that, man? Oh, exactly. You really like, like I've said before, you're your biggest obstacle in most cases. You really have to free your mind and like open yourself to the possibilities that anything is possible. Really, yeah. anything is possible. Like um recent meetings with certain individuals i've realized like there's no one you can't meet there's nothing you can't achieve i mean the biggest block you'll ever face in your life is yourself and just get that out of the way and (laughs) realize you are really capable of greatness you're capable of doing anything if you just realize it essentially and then once you realize that you'll actually start like you'll get ideas and how to do things. Once you realize the possibility, you can, you'll start seeing like pathways that weren't there before. Like they'll just start appearing like, holy shit. If I do this, I can actually meet this person or I can, yeah. I can actually accomplish this. I mean, but you have to first believe that it's possible. There you go. That's, that's what makes it, that's what makes what was previously hard easy. Exactly. You know, so. it's like you gain another 
like a sixth or a seventh sense that wasn't there before because you just simply believe. Mr. Card, one of the most worthwhile, kindred, amazing conversations I've ever had with any human being. Seriously, um, thank you very much, dude. I, I, I uh, but my dude, my dude, and you got to be back on. Um, we're at we're at the two hour. We we're gonna we're gonna tie things up now. I want you to if there's anything else you want to riff with the like um we talked about Tokyo Cowboys, but um something really cool and kindred not only captured here but for, again for listeners who have followed our episodes you know the main show is where we're just in this sort of thing where we're talking with like folks in the medium like duncan bernie you know he in-game photographer but people who um and i'll I, I, great podcast by the way oh really you, you listen to that one i oh, appreciate that man that um that yeah so again if you've connected with this check out the links we're going to put there but uh anything you want to leave our listeners with my friend left them with quite a lot just uh how about how about how about like uh you know what we can do let's do an extra little funny thing so follow me on sns yeah i I knew i knew i was like we just had to because we we went there it's like so follow me on instagram if if we're going on that tangent yes i do have instagram okay let's make that happen uh at mark bakairu it's b-a-k-a-i-r-u i don't really post anything exciting but you know i i try to post and try to post relevant things and relatively educational things when I'm on my travels in Japan when I'm doing some of my uh, interesting shows. Oh, I guess I could explain that. There are two shows that I'm currently on um, semi-regularly um, that are quite educational about Japan. They're, they're on NHK World. There's an actually application you can download where you can watch these episodes. Uh, the shows are called Journeys in Japan which and Trails to Skiji. And Journeys in Japan is basically different aspects of Japanese culture like festivals or like um, different art forms and like different locations, things like that, and go on like a journey. It's yeah. it's really cool. You meet the people I've, I've got to meet, the things I've got to experience are absolutely fascinating and amazing. I recommend checking out the, the I recommend checking out that show. That's cool. And Trails to Skiji is about uh, basically on different food items in the amazing. Skiji fish market. They'll, they'll choose an item like a cucumber, for example, and they basically trace that back to the source where That's they incredible. grow it in Japan. So those are two shows you can tune into if you're really interested in Japan and Japanese culture that I'm directly involved with. And yeah, yeah, good to go. Kyle is living for life, living his truth. Uh, couldn't be happy, man. Could not be happier. That is the second of our uh, handshakes there. Uh, and all I want to say is, Kyle, come to Australia, number one. Um, anytime, look, I'm going to give you all the codes to all the Skypes. Just crash them. Crash the damn shows. You can, because we do Skype, just jump into the call, man. Just jump in the Do it. And Kyle Card's uh, Stories to Tell premiering when? Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Well, we have to discuss some things we over do. there, but um, Indeed. Let's, let's try to get that soon. Yeah, let's get that. With, with, with the next couple of months. Yeah, within yeah. the year, I was going to say so. Yeah. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Be well, take care of yourselves, and, uh, you know. Sayonara. Sayonara. Bye. The idea of Kratos being able to change because of his child, that idea of how much of our selves, our real selves, do we show our children, and how much of what we do changes when we know we have a mirror reflecting our flaws back at us. But I think for people to really see truly that we were trying to do something different, we just had to zig when they expected us to zag. Teaching is kind of an important aspect of the game, passing on of knowledge from father to son. It's interesting because this character that we've been so familiar with, seeing him kind of start to make different decisions, seeing him struggle. He has this God side and this human side, two things that were never meant to coexist together. The son 
is teaching him how to be human. It's, it's bringing out that sort of closeted humanity that he stamped down. When we set out to build this game, we wanted to show gamers what the next generation of gaming was going to be like. It meant that we needed to build a new experience. The camera lenses we use are similar to the lens that we use if you were shooting a movie. Lens curvature on the screen because of the camera lens. There's chromatic aberration because there's separation of color that happens naturally through a lens. It's those imperfections that make you feel like something is alive. One thing that was extremely unique experience for me as someone who's done this with films, television, and books mostly, in fact, for some reason, the storyline as well as the philosophical underpinnings, when you're playing the game and controlling the character, or you know that the person next to you is controlling it, it sticks in your mind even deeper than a great work of literature or a cinematic a masterpiece. Well, that's the benefit of making this game, is that we knew we could leverage interactivity. We knew we could leverage mechanics that's something completely unique to video games. No other kind of form medium can get you to feel that kind of connection to another character. We wanted to create some very, very beautifully rendered, very engaging emotionally, choice-based game to have the tonality and the uh, emotionality of the films. At every stage in the design process, hone in on the core value, the core thing, the one piece of, of meaning that we really need to communicate through this world of art. Video games have the capacity to connect people and help them share their feelings, their thoughts, that shows their true creative spirit. I think everything has a piece of art. Everything human does has a potential to express, and they are all art. have um, a design process that does actually start with an emotion. And then we try and take all of the elements, a story, but also the visual language of the game and the audio and the interaction itself to feed that emotional journey.